Oh, yeah. I should do it yeah. live sometime. I should sing along up, to man? the intro sometime. What's going on, Figsy? How you doing, man? I'm good. You still, yeah, I, I've seen you singing. I'll sing along, too. <laughs> yeah. I'll do some I'm harmonies in the background. Because I sound terrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome, yeah. everyone. Welcome to the PlayStation Collectors Podcast, Season 2, Episode number 38. And um, our guest hasn't shown up, but me and Joe are going to smash out a show for you guys anyway. We've got a bunch of questions, lots of pickups. Mm-hmm. Should be fun. And yeah, let's get into it. Before we start, I just want to give a big shout out to um, Sean Bentley uh, for f- uh, 58 months in a row subscribing on Twitch. I, that's actually like unbelievable. Um, yeah, hope you're doing well, Sean. And um, thanks for keeping that streak going alive. And um, I've started streaming more on Twitch. So I hope to um, see you more around soon on Twitch. And yeah, good luck. Yeah, me that. too, guys. I should probably promote that sometimes, occasionally. I'm streaming on Twitch now as well, if anyone would like to come and watch me play games. I've been doing a lot of shmups and stuff like that lately. And Beat Saber and stuff. Speaking of Beat Saber, you'll never guess. You'll never guess. You'll never guess what broke and isn't working right now. You'll never guess. Just well, possibly, let me, let me have a guess. Just possibly have a guess yeah. what... What possibly could be not working right now that I own? Um, the PSVR two. Oh my god! Yeah, you're right. It's broken again with the same problem again. Hey Joe, do you want to say hello in my chat so people can give you a follow? Or I'll give you a shout out. That works as well. How do I do? What? What do I do? You want in in YouTube or Twitch? What you talking about? In Twitch, shout out. Okay. Is it at? I can't mention you because you're not in chat. Okay. There, there I am now. Oh, man. oh there he is. There's J Rad. Let's go. And I'll make you a mode way here. So I don't forget to do that ever again. Oh, cool. Thanks, brother. Yeah, I've been, yeah. So anyway, yeah. So right, so work starts at nine AM tomorrow. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I have I, I already have like an actual work starting at eight AM What's up, Dr. Trouble? What's up, Castle? What's up, Bamfi? Welcome, Welcome everyone in. Yeah, appreciate y'all watching the cast. TJ, um, Castell, PM, anyone else we missed? So, so anyway, so yeah, I get my PSVR two back, and it's the same thing. I don't know what's causing it, but it's not. It's it's a, some sort of software problem. 
where I get a my my PS5 will crash and I get this error message, and whenever that happens, it like nukes the headset, and it like screws up the headset and makes it so the headset will no longer power cycle. So like I dropped it, nothing's you know happening. I'm just you know sitting here and going to you know play the game, and all of a sudden it just will, will not turn on, and it just will won't it just won't work over and over and over again. And so like it's dude, it's just been driving me crazy. So I think I finally found what was causing the actual software problem. And like I went in and I rebuilt my entire PS5 uh, database. I don't know if you know how to do that. You can go in and like rebuild it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did that. And then as soon as I did that, all of a sudden, like there were like 12 games that were like just updated, 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 updated. So there was some sort of like software problem that was making it so my system wasn't updating correctly. And that's what was causing the error. And if you have your headset plugged in, when it causes the error, it destroys your headset and it makes it so it doesn't work. So anyway, I'm going to ship my headset back to repair for, oh God, what is, is this the fourth, it's either the fourth or the fifth one that I've had. Are you going to just then, ask for a refund at this point? Like, well, no, I'm going to try one more time because I think I might have actually fixed what was causing the damn software problem. Not that Sony was going to help me or figure it out or do anything to do anything, but I think I finally fixed what was causing the problem. So I'm going to try one more time and see if it works. And if it doesn't, dude, like, I'm like, I'm done. But like, it's like totally cooled me on collecting for the PSVR 2. Like, I stopped. Like, I have five games done. I think I'm going to sell my five games. Like, I'm done. Like, I'm not collecting for PSVR 2. Like, I'm just not doing that. Yeah, and I'm certain that it's not just you. I'm sure Sony are like, oh, shit, we've got 20, 30, 40, 50% of these getting returned. Like, there's a problem here, you know. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. If you go online and forums and stuff, there are people just posting the exact same problem that I'm having and no, no responses, no resolutions. Nobody knows how to fix it. Nobody... So yeah. Anyway, my, I'm pretty much moving beyond that. Like I, um, I've decided you're a, you're a big VR fan. So what's the plan? Are you going to go to PC VR gaming? Yeah, I'm just going to move to PC. So I'm um I'm going to be saving up um like tax return. I'm going to be using I I can cash out my PTO at my job. So I'm going to cash out 40 hours of PTO. I'm going to use my tax return, and then I'm just going to save up some cash and I'm going to throw like probably like two grand into the tower. I'm going to buy some new monitors. I'm going to get a really nice headset. I'm going to probably get a new camera, a new microphone. I'm going to like upgrade all my stuff, but it's going to be like $4,000 <laughs> to get everything I want. I mean, it's one of those things. Like I did this PC that I've currently got back in 2017, 2018, and it's 2023. And I'm still playing brand new games that are coming out. I'm still streaming. I'm still doing mm -hmm. everything else. Like I've had, two upgrades and one thing go wrong and it's I've probably spent $300 on the actual PC. So, you know, that initial down payment, mm -hmm. if you look at it over four, five, six years, it's definitely worth it. Sean just ordered a gaming PC yesterday. He hit me up for nice. um, helps on specs for his son and I hit Andy up because, you know, Andy's the man when it comes to that stuff. And He really is. Went through with what are the minimum requirements and what to get, so... Yeah, it sounded like the PC, it's going to be pretty awesome. So you'll have to let us know how it goes. Sean. Yeah, that's pretty cool, man. Congratulations. Yeah, it's exciting. It's fun to do. And um, yeah, it just needs to be done. So I, I did these, you know, I, this my computer I'm on was just a $2,000 PC in 2014 when I built yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So this thing is still still going strong. It's it's just, uh, you know, it's at the What's point now where... 
980 or 780. I think it's like a 980 or something like that. Yeah. 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 Um, and it's, no, it's okay. I'm at the 1080 or the 1090, where if you look at minimums today for most games, it's like mm -hmm. the 1080. I'm like, I'm still at the minimum. I can still play them. <laughs> yeah. I'm at the point now where when I install software, and it's like your hardware is too old to serve. We do not have firmware for you. We do not have uh, <laughs> drivers for your ancient PC. <laughs> I'm gonna pop up when, um, <laughs> not to try because I've never tried, but it um, it says my computer can't install Windows 11 because well, yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, not that I give a crap about that anyway either. But yeah, so Thanks what I'm gonna do is... on, um, Twitch too, Link. You're awesome, man. So what I'm what I'm gonna do is this. Like I said, this this PC is 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 great. And what I really like about this PC too is it still has. Um, a disk drive in it and a burner and stuff like that. Like I put all that in there and uh, I'm going to just make this my little like retro PC and I'm going to turn this into like just an emulation beast. And I'm yeah, gonna throw, yeah, like, yeah. like games from that era and backwards, mm -hmm. it's going to play awesome, right? You know, right. Yeah, absolutely. Badass. Exactly. If you stop using it on the internet and, you know, don't get viruses and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, it's going to be mm -hmm. awesome. PC. Yeah, and what what I you know you know I'm obviously like way late to the party, but I didn't realize that you know you could just throw discs in your emulator will play your discs, and so I didn't know that. So like now that I know that, I've been using it to play like my Japanese PS one games that I'm ordering and stuff like that. Yep. So I'm definitely going to keep it, it, it for, it's for better that reason alone. On computer, you know, you can just hook a controller up. Don't have to worry about load yeah. time. Don't have to worry about internal storage. Everything. No memory cards. No load times. Um, use any controller you want, and it also upscales them to ten. You know, for you know whatever you want, ten times resolution at sixty FPS. So yeah. Sure, I'm saying expensive Christmas present for an eleven year old. Luckiest 11-year-old on the planet. We'd love to see a video if you film it, Jordan. <laughs> see the reaction. That'd be awesome. Yeah. So what I think we're all. I was born in 1982 as well, by the way. So, um, I, um, I think we're all just like going through as an adult, like what we wish we could have had when we were kids. <laughs> it's like, dude, you know what I'm saying? Like, my, this kid's gonna flip his lid when he sees this. I would have, I would have shit my pants if I got this when I was a little kid. So, I don't know. Like, uh, I think a lot of us are going through that as adults. Like, I, I most, I, I, when I was a kid, my dream was to have like every Nintendo game. Like, that's just, I wanted, can you imagine, oh, my God, walking in and having a room full of Nintendo games? Like, oh, would have been my dream come true. And as an adult, look, look what I've done. Are you shocked? Yeah, I mean, I guess mine would have been all the PlayStation games, you know. Are you shocked? Yeah, well, I didn't, uh, I missed the boat on Nintendo collecting. And at this point, I'm, I'm, I'm not going down that road. It's like, it, uh, it, it's too easy to emulate that stuff. And it takes up, like, you know one megabyte for the entire nes library so it's like mm. yeah, yeah exactly and, and i can play them and you know a lot of people like to say they want the original hardware and stuff and there is some problems with some games like um you know what drives me nuts too about emulation is when the audio's off i that's one of my biggest pet peeves is i'm a big audio guy like i love music i'm, I'm very audio sensitive so i will notice if the audio is off and so like perfect example like contra uh, on emulation, the, the when you fire your gun, it makes this little freaking pea shooter noise. Ding, 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 ding. And I'm like, what the hell is that? That is not supposed to be in the game. And it's like, I can't unhear it now. And so like, yeah, I have I to like that. mute that freaking game when I emulate it. I'm like, uh-uh. So like, I do see obviously why it's better to have, you know, original hardware, nothing's screwed around. A CRT, the controller, I get it. But 
I also wanted to add. I just missed the boat. That we don't collect, you know, NES, NES, N64. Like I, I would have loved to collected that stuff, but I'm the type of person mm. who I only want complete items. So it's like not just buying the cart; it's buying oh. a thousand dollar box and a five hundred dollar manual. And like mm. to me, it's just not feasible. I have no desires to buy N64. Would have been the one for me because you know I grew up around the PS1, the N64. Mm-hmm. But you know, I had I didn't want to just have N64 carts. You know, like I don't want to just have PS1 discs. That's not yeah. a thing that I want to do. I want to have a complete game mm-hmm. in the box, how it was. And, you know, if I was to collecting, if I went back and collected that, I'd probably have a full set, but I'd probably have 300 games, not, you know, mm-hmm. three, 4,000 games. So, you know, I went down a different road. No, I get that. And like collecting inbox Nintendo stuff is insane because, you know, it's all cardboard, baby. I mean, that stuff, it's hard to stand the test of time for sure. Um, yeah. I, I just feel like it's so it's so funny to me because like I don't know any like loose disc collectors. I don't know any I don't know anybody who just collects loose disc games. I know people who have people some who buy loose discs. Yeah, and they the people who want to play the game and mm-hmm. look for the cheapest copy. They're the people who I'm selling to on eBay. I'm sure. not selling to collectors. I'm selling to I, the one exception is mm-hmm. people completing games. So they've got the the mm-hmm. case and the manual and they're buying that to complete collectors aren't going and buying a disc you know collectors if they're spending especially for expensive games like some of these games so i I would say the value because i've i bought a lot of ps1 games back uh two years ago now Mm -hmm. it was six hundred dollars and i got 200 games plus like a hundred loose discs and I sold every single one. I sold all the loose discs. I only kept the complete stuff that was like perfect that I didn't own. So I probably mm-hmm. kept like ten percent of it, sold ninety percent. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the the incomplete discs, you sell them for probably like seventy to eighty percent of what the use price of the games go for. It shocked me. I'm like, you know, mm-hmm. it's a forty dollar game. I'm getting thirty dollars for a disc only because mm-hmm. the people who want to play it want to. I've been on eBay going, you know, that's how much the game is. And suddenly a $30 mm-hmm. copy goes up. And if you just want to play it, these mm-hmm. people have, it's no difference. It'd be like us just wanting, you know, a mm-hmm. CD or I don't know, I'm relating it to something. I'd still want a complete CD, but you know, a DVD yeah. or something. They don't look at it like us, like it has to be this, this item. They just want to so play it. The item. I, I do. I haven't, I'm, I'm, I have a couple like loose disc games I bought. So I bought Einhander loose disc. I bought, castlevania chronicles loose disc and i bought dragon quest 7 loose disc the only reason is is those are all pretty damn expensive games and i got the loose disc for a ludicrously good deal like i could not say no like i got einhander loose disc for like 25 bucks yeah i was like can't you all right you're you're making me buy it at this point and in that <laughs> like, situation, you're probably on ebay looking for a case and correct. looking for a manual to complete it well, so I am, but in the meantime, I just went out and I spent $10 in some repro cases, and I just have... Oh, don't tell me that. Uh, I bro, I have three games. <laughs> I, don't, I don't give a crap. I got those three, Dragon Quest Seven, Einhander, and Castlevania Chronicles and little repro cases. And I would love to upgrade them to complete copies, but I'm not in a rush. You know, there's so one much stuff for me to buy. So. In the entire room. Yeah. So to me, like I said, it was. it's not that I'm like... I want to collect those or whatever, but like I said, like, dude, I couldn't say no. Like, I got Castlevania Chronicle thing for like 40. 
I got Dragon Quest Seven for like thirty bucks. All the discs. I was like, and they're perfect. Castlevania so like, Chronicles is one I don't have, and I'd really love to own it. But it's just one of that's those one that's never been re-released anywhere. I don't think. I'm pretty sure that still lives on, dies on the PS1. No, I actually version. think the PAL version is cheaper than the North American version. It's a like two hundred dollar game over there, right? It's pretty expensive. It's like one hundred fifty bucks probably. I guess so it's about one hundred fifty over here. So it's yeah, same. where um, Castlevania, what's it called? Um, Symphony of Night. Symphony of the Night, like you know, the North American version is a couple hundred bucks. Got a hundred now. It's like, gone down. It's gone down a little bit. It's still I, a five hundred dollar game over here, if you're lucky. <laughs> yeah, I've seen it come down a bit since the uh, re-release. Uh, you know what else I've seen come down is the uh, Ray Storm and Ray Crisis games. Look like they're going down finally. Those were <laughs> very expensive on PS One, and they since that PS Four remasters come out, it looks like it's coming down on those. So I'm gonna grab those soon. I think both of them. Oh, why don't they the hurry up and release the Coden so those games can go down and I can finally buy them? <laughs> So I think that will happen a little, but I don't think that will happen in the same regard because it's not the same game at all. Like the the Sui Code and new ones, it's going to be like the Star Ocean games where they're like yeah, yeah, remastered so. in HD. So it it will absolutely lower the price on those, but I don't think it will be quite the same just because it's like it is different, and the people who want the original experience will still want that. And same I don't know why there's certain the games. Out. There are certain games that like I feel like they just like. If you collect, it's like everybody wants these games. Well, I, I would assume just, Castlevania would be like that. Like absolutely, I, that's the one that I'm like PS1 collecting. You know, it's like Metal Gear Solid, Castlevania. Yeah. Um, it's like when you build a top ten, like what game should I have? These are the games Evil, that most Solid people have. Yeah, exactly. I mean Sudoku. Yeah, I meant Sudoku. Sudoku. Um, yeah. Another one I was going to mention <laughs> was Chocobo Racing. Like you know, it got the Switch treatment, but it got a terrible treatment. So the price. The price actually dropped a little bit, but not significant or anything. I prefer to own the original any day than compared yeah. to the, the new track. I still don't have it, and it's one of those games. It's like, it's $500. So do I sell a body part? <laughs> you know, it's, you know, the new Chocobo Racing is basically like, they charge you full price for a console game and it's a freaking mobile game. Like, it was literally designed like a mobile game. And like, I'm and just also. Yeah, they filled it with. Everything from any, the game, including all the buy this, spend spend money to unlock this. Dude, blah, blah, any blah. any game that has like a coins to gems to conversion to this to that to like anything that's built that way, like I'm not all set. Like I don't like any game that is arrogant enough to say, "Well, this is how I'm going to manage your time. This is how we're going to allow you to play our game." Because I think a game can do that really well if, if there's no money involved sure. and it's just grinding. I, I think that can be done really well. But yeah, like Animal if, Crossing, if money involved, sort of stuff. It, it's completely out the window because guess what? It's going to be in mm -hmm. favor of the money involved and they're going to make it so you want to spend money and it's not enjoyable. Like yeah. It's counteractive to playing games because you play games to have fun and enjoy yourself. I think all rewards in games should be based on skill and not time and money. Time and money, no fun. Skill, skill. I want to unlock something and be rewarded for something for doing something that is hard or in your game. That is how it should work. I beat something, I get something. I do achievement, I get something. I speed run, I get this. It's not just... Put in a million hours and give me a thousand gems. 
Well, well I would put another okay. counter to that. Then there, there's there. a thing that in certain games that they have the RNG aspect. So the time comes Gambling. into getting like, you know, good seeds or getting the perfect this or this finally happened. And, you know, I played the best and all the yeah. RNG was perfect. I think that comes into it as well. And that can be enjoyable in certain games. It can be. It can be. So if you're into that too, like, so that's fine. And I know people are, but for me, I'm just, I'm so I, I don't know. I just, I'm real bitter after being addicted to world of Warcraft for a few years. Like, I feel like that game manipulated me psychologically. And so like, now I'm like really resistant towards games that try to manipulate you and tell you what you should be doing. I just don't like that. Like I want, I want a game that's like, Dude, if you want to sit here and just grind for a thousand hours, go ahead. We're not going to stop you. If you want to, if you know, whatever. I just, I don't like games that like, I'm not down with that. Even Animal Crossing, like, I don't like the game that it's like, this is all you're allowed to do today. That's it. No more fun. Your Wait, fun is complete. Valley Valley do it. And Your fun is complete. Yeah, if, you, if you want to grind Stardew <laughs> Valley to 5,000 hours, it's still going to feel... The yeah. same at five thousand hours, and you're going to get like reward and satisfaction out of it. You know, you're not going to be told to stop playing or anything like this, or yeah, have to and pay money or anything like that. I, I completely yeah. And if you want to, and if you want to sit there and grind until you've broken the game and you're getting five million gold a day from your your forest of star fruit and whatever you want, like you can do that. Like if that's what you want, he's not going to stop you from having too much fun or being op or or doing whatever you want. Like I just. I much prefer that design than the, you know these games that are like you can you're allowed to do this once a day, then you're allowed to do this once a day, and then you're allowed to do this once a day, it and that's all you're allowed a, to a do. Mobile gaming style of game, you know, like I played that back in the early 2010s, and like mm. I refuse to play a game that requires yeah, to unlock things, and like I can are tell tr- that you're you're being milked as the customer, like it's Correct. not a it's not a game anymore. You're a consumer. These are predatory companies that do not look at you as a person who wants that they're trying to entertain. That you are a mark that they are trying to hook and addict to their system that they have designed. They are no different than people who deal meth, knowing that people will get addicted to meth and it will ruin yeah, their lives. Yeah, yeah. They don't care. They and just I, want I, you to I, make I money. They have no problem ruining the- your life and, and, and mentally destroying you. And addic- they don't give a shit. They just want money. They're the same. They're, they're just, they're just, you know why some thing. of them are worse is because companies like EA are doing this to kids buying children packs and they know right. that they're kids and they, they're getting mm-hmm. away with it. And they, they're mm-hmm. fighting laws suitcases against parents and they're spending millions of dollars to shut parents up and because mm-hmm. oh, little my 10 year old got my credit card and maxed it out on fifa coins and now mm-hmm. we can't eat for the week and blah, blah blah and they know that this is going on it's been going on for what years like countries are certain countries have banned it but yeah and you're teaching your, you're teaching your the child world. the worst financial life lessons on earth you're literally teaching them to gamble and take risks and not plan and get addicted to dopamine and you know what i mean like i can absolutely see the you know this thing this leads to gambling addiction i definitely you know i really hate about fifa i I love the game and i love the idea of ultimate team but i refuse to play it because you can spend Mm. money in it so to me it makes no point in I'm not going to put in any time into a game knowing that my opposition could have just spent money when i i could also do that but to me, it's not fun. I don't want to do that. So I'll just sit there and play the single player mode. Mm-hmm. And I know exactly what I'm going to get out of it. Or I'll play against my own friends in real life. I don't want to get into 
spending money in a game because that's mm-hmm. not what I signed up for. But listener brings up a good point. Saying, yeah, I want to talk about yeah, this something behind the school where people get mad molding these, and that's definitely true. This it is true, especially looking but- to fighting games. Like perfect example, fighting games used to be mm-hmm. like Tekken back in the day. Half the characters. If you want the rest of the characters, guess what? You play through the arcade mode, you unlock all the story, you unlock one. You play through the story again, you get the next. Mm-hmm. You play through the story 15 times, you unlock the whole roster. Guess what I did when I was a kid? I played through the story 15 times because I wanted to unlock everyone. Mm-hmm. And you know what you did after you played through the story? You get the new character and you play through it with the new character and it feels mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. And you play the game for 50 to 100 hours today. $2, $1.99, season pass. Like it'll yeah. be out with the game of the year. You, oh, not only you, that, but the new po- the new character that's $2 is the most overpowered character and is now in the meta. And if you don't buy that new character, you will be getting your ass whooped by that oh. new character for the next three months until they fix it. Yeah. That's you don't think that's on purpose? You don't think that they accidentally make the purchasable characters OP on purpose with on release? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Oh, they'll on. fix it, but they'll fix it once people already spent money on it and they've gotten what they need to get out of it. Now suddenly there's a new character and it's, it's got a new matter and it's one ninety nine. <laughs> yeah. And so let's say you paid the money, you got the OP character, you got your high rank, now they nerfed your character. And you're dropping all the way down the ranks, and the new character is the meta, and now you got to purchase that character and learn how to play that character if you want to keep your rank up. It's just, it's just. Hold on a second, I gotta do something with the yeah, cat. Excuse right. me, one second. Gotta read for Sebastian's comment. The way most countries' gambling rules are written allow for these practices to not count as gambling because the companies can claim that any out come from the loot boxes has the exact same value. It's the same reason why Pokemon cards and other TSG. Uh, are not considered gambling, even though they're technically... Yeah, you're exactly right. Like, I mean, Pokemon card opening is gambling, like, 100%. It's the same as... It's no different to going to the poker machines and trying to get a win, especially when, you know, you, you're just buying the cards to get that one. It becomes a gambling. It's like buying... Um, basically buying anything that you can't see, really. So I want to go back to the comment that Banfi said, a minute, putting something behind a skill wall. So... It will upset people that they can't get something because of a skill wall. But th- this is what I this is how I want to explain it. If you've ever played or the original World of Warcraft, right? Like everything was locked behind a skill wall. Like all the good stuff in the game, you had to beat the game to get it. You had to beat the hardest dungeons. You had to join the raiding guild, dedicate yourself, become good, kill the bosses. Not only that, be part of a community enough that they'll give you the loot. You know what I mean? Just because you're there don't mean you're getting it. You have to have DKP. You have to show up like you had to put in work to earn that gear. Okay, so if you got that gear, if you got those rewards, it was an incredibly satisfying feeling. And then not only that, you could go into the main cities of the game and chill out. And people would just be like, what? Look at this dude's gear. Look at the cojones on him. This guy is insane. Oh, my God. And, like, you know, and so what ends up happening is those. And it's a social, it social would, game. So, you know. It would, it would, it would um, inspire these new players to be like, dude, I want to, I got to do this. Like, I got to get better. I got to join a guild. I got to start raiding. I got to get making my potions. I got to, it would encourage people to get better and set up that standard. And so it was, it was good for the whole game because it was 
people are like, well, only 10% of the people got to see the content. Yes, the 10% that deserve to got it. Everyone else had to try to work for it and strive for it or whatever. And, and, and like that was good for the game. And then what they did is they had they changed the philosophy because too many people were mad that you couldn't get all the cool stuff. And they made it so there was like 50 different difficulty modes. And there was like a raid finder mode where you could just basically show up and freaking roll your face across the keyboard and be just completely stupid and totally useless. And you would get the same gear as the greatest gear in the game, except you'd get like a little it'd be like lower item level. And, and what it did is it like destroyed that whole community in my, that whole feeling you would get from that game where like, now your gear isn't special. Some idiot who rolled his face across the keyboard can have the same gear as you. You know what I mean? Yours is just like two, two items levels higher or something like it just ruined the game. So I, what you, you, what you need to do is not listen to people who complain about difficulty don't do that that is the wrong philosophy dark souls those people they get it they understand no, no difficulty leveling a video game is the best. no they the, correct old games they were just I the hate game. artificial difficulty that is the, nothing worse than this boss is hard mm -hmm. because we tripled the health I don't want it to be accessible to, to everyone. I, I prefer so and that's fine. If you want, you know, if you want to play Mario, go play Mario. Like you don't have to play every game. There should be games that are specifically skill designed for people who like these like that, this type of thing. And because that is the satisfaction. I, I like those a, games. Um, if they want to make an accessible mode, then have one difficulty for everyone, and then have one that's just story mode only, where you don't actually versus the bosses you just go through yeah. and see the story because some people can't play mm -hmm. video games like that you know have have mm -hmm. can only play with one hand and can never play a dark that's, souls they game. could and watch yeah, playthroughs yeah fine. exactly i mean yeah that's there's not, youtube too, you know i've seen video games with just um no gameplay modes and you know that that combined with what dark souls do i think mm -hmm. would be perfect i, I want to tell a story joe about um a game that I played and it was a completely different experience. So I bought Star Wars Battlefield 2 uh, about a month after it came out. So when it first came out, it had like one of the worst releases of all time. Mm -hmm. It came out, had all these microtransactions, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, they cancelled all the microtransactions. They actually took it out of the game. You couldn't spend any money in the game. And they change the leveling system blah 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 so i played it for the first three or four months and it was actually fantastic I, there was an active community the leveling mm. system was amazing like it was a grind and mm. i think i played it for four months and i got to the max level which for an online game isn't mm -hmm. that long you might think oh it's probably like three four hundred hours which sounds absurd but you know people that play call of duties and PUBGs and Fortnites play oh. thousands of hours so yeah, i felt I, like i have great my time played on some games is horrific. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a couple hundred hours, I'm like, so that's you just got started. <laughs> and unfortunately, because they released the game with microtransactions originally, not many people got into it. Not many people enjoyed it. Not many people got the platinum trophy. Um, but yeah, I personally had a good experience of a game that initially mm -hmm. had like an awful release. And because they took it out of the game, it became fun. So I think that... I think this is actually a good time period for gamers now because I think the consequences of all the terrible 
uh, business practices are finally starting to like be realized. Like I don't like I I I don't know. I can't speak for a lot. Like there's a, probably a whole younger generation who doesn't care, but like I just I completely avoid any game that has microtransactions and that are any I just I literally go out of my way to not play those games like, unless it's cosmetic <laughs> cosmetic <laughs> market transactions are fine sure. if you want to spend a hundred dollars to make yourself look like mm-hmm. bloody you know the sure. queen or i don't know whatever you want to look like that's in the game you do that correct if, if you're spending money and you get mm-hmm. an advantage over me then i'm not going to play the game but also at the same time i want so I actually did you. So Overwatch had like a, an interesting way of doing things. Do you remember like they had uh, they used to do like seasonal events? I'm sure they still do. And they would have like a bunch of skins that were Halloween skins or Christmas skins. Yeah, or my, my skins had a similar system. Yeah. Like. So they would do it. So if you wanted to, you could just buy them if you wanted to buy them. Or if you wanted to during the event, you could grind and you could play yeah. and try to unlock them. And you got to play every day. You got to do different challenges yeah. every day. Yeah, PUBG used to do the same thing. So if if I don't like, so let's say you're like cosmetics, totally fine. But let's say the only way to get the cosmetics is to purchase them. There is no in-game av- avenue to attain them. Not okay with that. Don't like that. Don't want to play that yeah. game either. Done. Seriously, like if I can't get all the content from playing the game, I don't want to play your game. I'm not going to. I'm no, not going to. And some of those games have. Like it is very difficult to unlock these things. Like you got to play thirty days in a row and every day. Like mm-hmm. some of them is two to three hours of grinding. But if you're an active player in the community, mm-hmm. you get so rewarded out of doing that. And I got this yeah. skin, blah blah blah. You see people playing with the skin day one, and you know that mm-hmm. they've paid for it. But you know when you unlock it after day thirty, you get that satisfaction. Yeah, and let's say you know it's a thirty day event. You unlock nine out of ten skins. Buy your last one if you can't. You know, sure. Like, I don't care. Like, you know, stuff like I would even probably do that if I had them all or whatever. But like I said, it has to be both. I just like, I can't, uh, I just, I'm just like, especially games where you already have to pay for the damn game. I'm like, what the hell, yeah, dude? Yeah, like, yeah. I've already paid uh, you. Unfortunately, the subscription-based model is mm-hmm. here, not for gaming. It's here for media, and I think it's here to stay. Like, they've got it in, if you want to get into something seriously, Guess what? You're paying six ninety nine a month, or two ninety nine a month, or twenty dollars a year, or you know, weekly fees. Because these companies have all worked out; they can do that. You know, you want the best I, part of what they offer. It's. I think it's going to be a mixture of the two. So, like, perfect example. Like, I don't pay for Sony's freaking stupid services that gives you retro games and all that. I don't pay for that shit. All I did is I went on and there's like a few games I wanted and I just bought them and I have those games and I'm good. That's the, that's the way to do it. A streaming option or just a purchase option. But even with the purchase option, you don't, you're not, you have no ownership at all still at that point. Like literally all you have is access to their servers. That's what you've purchased. You have access to their servers too. That will allow you to. Until this day. And then you will, I don't want to hear about you. Yeah. And then, (laughs) Unless and if the company goes out of business, and then and if the company goes out of business, you've lost all of your content. It like all if if Sony just says like, eh, we're not doing it anymore. Like you can't get it anymore. Like it's gone. And I, it, you know, we all know no, that. Not, not just that. If, physically, so if Xbox come along and say, hey, we want to buy this company, and you've mm-hmm. put a thousand hours on your Sony save, 
and suddenly you've got it digitally and Xbox by the company. Well, guess what? You can't play it anymore. You got to go buy the physical copy. <laughs> Screw that. Unless it's an online only game, and then you just can't play it full stop. <laughs> like, I also I think some, that um... some things will do. Some games will have things where the game will actually transfer your save over. I know um, Rockstar when Google Stadia mm-hmm. um, services closed, uh, they actually transferred everyone's save from um, Red Dead Redemption Two over to PC, which was That's really cool. awesome of them. There was That's one guy cool. who committed like his his whole channel was about red dead on the stadia and you know he had like his thousands of hours and you know the whole community got behind and rockstar yeah. did it that was pretty cool no yeah i mean that's that's the sort of stuff that you know it just sucks dude um another thing that i think is that i really don't so streaming is it's going to be a lot like the music industry where like these giant companies and these giant services they you know big huge artists will find them profitable but everyone else will make nothing pennies yeah. off of their work and their art. And so it, what's going to happen like is... that in so many different ways. Look at the, yeah. um, look at the, uh, what's the, uh, you know, the um, place where people make games and uh, is it unity? Yeah. And unity. It's always been free. Now unity are charging. Suddenly mm-hmm. small people are going to lose out on that. Like it's so many different parts of the industries where small people are getting crushed with today. And, it's going to go in 10 years. We're not going to see games made by one person. Like a game no. like Stardew Valley won't exist anymore because well, someone like maybe. that won't be able to make it. Yeah, so but this is why I don't think it will be all unity. streaming. No, you, you won't be able to. So I think that, yeah, you're, you're going to see a lot less games for sure. And um, But I still think Steam is going to dominate. And that's another thing that I don't think that the Nintendo, Sony, and Microsoft are actually prepared for. If they want to enter the all digital space, Steam is going to crush them. I'm sorry. I I am 100% not going to be building in a, a digital PlayStation Sony library or a digital. I'm not doing that. If I'm going to purchase anything digitally at this point, it's going to be on Steam. Do you want to know why? Steam's been doing it forever. And I already have a huge ecosystem of game collection on Steam. Yep. So as soon as it's all digital, they're going to realize that they have they have they have eliminated what made them appealing in the market that will no longer be there's no i don't want i don't care about having a well i'm not going to buy a playstation console once it's all digital why i'm not going to i'm just going to be upgrading my pc once it's all digital that's over so like i just don't i don't think they realize how bad of an idea it is it's just not a, it's it's gonna be terrible dude for them too like it's it's not gonna be good like, that will gonna... solely be relying on ips to get the sales because what and else i don't give a crap about their ips you think you're gonna draw me in with spider-man and last of us you're wrong dude <laughs> and wrong. it's gonna come down to like put yourself in the price of a young person without money why would you buy that when you can buy a PC when you can you do things that you can't do on the console with a PC? You know, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, and the Steam can you can you can play it on your PC, you can play it on your tablet, you can play it on your Steam Deck, you can play it on your phone, you can do remote play, you can get a Steam link, you can do everything that they all oh, they already have everything. And if you want to play Xbox games, it's got Game Pass. Like, yeah. You know. I just I don't I just it's I, already I just, got a third of the market. It's already got the whole PC market. It's yeah, you're you're spot on, um, hundred percent. Yeah, and I mean, 
I'm just like, let's say Nintendo is an all digital console now. So what? I'm I'm paying all this money just to have their handheld, or to have their console hooked up to the TV? Why would I do that when I could just have it all on Steam? And uh, you know, like you said, first party games, maybe. But like eventually, I even feel like Mario Kart Nine, or is it going to be Mario Kart Eight Super Deluxe Hyper Edition? Oh, I think three times ninety nine (laughs) thousand. I think when the new console comes out, they will they will do both, and I would buy both. They should release the Mario Kart Eight Deluxe Complete, which I have to say is just an absolute monster of a game at this point. Have you played Mario Kart Eight Deluxe? It has an absurd amount of tracks now dude it's like i haven't played it for probably two years four, when I played five, it overwhelming. 24 i think there's 80 tracks there's 80 tracks and in in mario kart you know track over the, that's like the there's such amazing designed tracks so you're getting 80 insanely good tracks too it's not like some other game where there's 80 tracks and they're all just like you know three skins or a couple of things enough every every mario kart track is like unique it's got its own thing going on like it's just incredible that game um well a lot of insane. games use tracks of the real world tracks it's it's made all its tracks that's the mm-hmm. difference you know like yeah. you could look at a grand turismo game again but it's got like 300 racetracks but mm-hmm. it didn't make 300 racetracks it got the racetracks in real life and made mm-hmm. video game versions of them and put them in the game, you know. You know what's actually cool is there's a new NASCAR um, arcade racing game that I got, um, and it takes, like, real-world tracks, like Talladega or whatever, and that's like, completely makes them all completely crazy and arcadey and stuff. And it's, uh, it's actually a pretty good oh, game. So it's... Oh, it's uh, so I... The odds of me buying a NASCAR game are, like, negative 5 million percent. But this is like an arcade racer, <laughs> and it was like so. I was like, okay, pretty good game. It's it's a lot like uh, F Zero. It really reminds me of that. It's got like that, that super yeah. speed, and it's all about like there's like lanes on the track that give you boost and like give you like there's like a boost you can use like a turbo and like certain things on the track recharge your boosts. And then what's really interesting, it's got this mechanic where at the end of each lap, you can pit if you want, or you can just keep going. And if you pit, it fully recharges your turbo. And if you don't pit, you get like 20% recharge turbo. So there is like a little strategy there where like if you like hold off and you're like conservative with your turbo in the first round, even if you're like in fifth, sixth, seventh place, once the second lap starts, if everybody pits and you don't, you just fly through and you you recharge your boost maybe to 80% instead of 100. But now you're up front, baby. And you just, you're, it's like, it's really yeah. fun, dude. I, I actually like that. No, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, it's it's not you know I, I, you're gonna get maybe 20, 30 hours out of it total before you're bored of it, but it's fun. Um, I love arcade racers. There's so many good ones too right now. Freaking. Did you Smart ever play the Juiced series? Which one? Juiced and Juiced Two. I haven't played those, but uh, I own. I think I own the Juiced on PS3. Juiced Two. That one, like, um, think like Need for Speed cross with. Mm-hmm. Did you ever play a flash game called Drag Sim Racer where you like? Just made a drag racer and raced across the screen. Like it was fun. You just upgrading your race car and fully you had the whole drag scene into it mm-hmm. and street racing. And yeah, I really enjoyed Juice. I'm disappointed mm-hmm. that there isn't like a genre like that that's mainstream these days. Same with Burnout. Like Burnout hasn't got a mainstream genre anymore, which is disappointing. I think like, that, um... that hardcore, mm-hmm. full on genre, or it's like Forza, and that's about it. 
there's I'm not into the simulation stuff as much like Gran Turismo and Forza. That stuff's cool, but I just prefer arcade games. Um, and I, I honestly, the PS3 has the sickest arcade racing library, dude. It's got so many Need for Speeds and the Juiced games and the Ridge Racers and Split Second and uh, gosh, dude, all the Motor Storm. There are so many badass racing games on the PS3, dude. That's like yeah, and my keeps of motorbike games as well. Like nine yeah. Nailed is really good. Those ATV games. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so many. Oh, and then games like, oh, did you ever play? um, It was a really fun snow sled machine game. Um, Ski Do Challenge, it was called. I don't think I played that one. Let me pull it up. This is a full hidden gem. (laughs) Yeah, I like, uh, I I love games like that. Dude, yeah, I mean, I like Jet Moto and I like um, Sled Storm and I like. I like all those little arcade racing games. Those things are super fun. So. Ski do challenge. Yeah. It's so much fun. Like I play this two player with my friend when he comes over and we have a blast. Yeah, dude. Like I love stuff like that, man. Oh, there's another one that's a little bit pricey. It's called um, world of outlaw sprint cars. Yeah. There's a world of art lawns on PS4 too. So, Terrible game if you play with a controller. Absolutely terrible game. If you've got a controller only, do not play this game. I played it and I'm like, this is shit. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I went around my buddy's place and he had a racing sim. Mm. It is so much fun in a racing sim. Oh my god, the drifting in that game was insane. Yeah, dude. <laughs> but I, I had a terrible time with a controller. Like it was a completely different experience racing with a, con- a steering wheel playing that game. So you know, it was obviously designed for that. Yeah, man. That I gotta be honest. That's one thing that I am pretty jealous about when I look online and I see people's racing rig setups. I'm just like, oh. And for me, it's not it's not a money thing. It's a space thing. I just I'm like, oh my god, yeah, where where am I gonna build a little race car in my house? Like, I just I don't have a spot for it. But dude, I mean, so I would either if so I wish there were enough like VR racing sims where you could just build like a dedicated VR one. Like there's a couple, but I don't think there's enough to build just a VR one. I've seen uh, people build them out of real cars, man. Like some yeah, people. Dude. Oh, I mean, yeah, I've seen badass. obviously the, the airplane ones, and but mm-hmm. you, you have to fully be into like that's the only game that I play. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to put anything in my house that I can't like get out of my house <laughs> either. Yeah, I guess you. I guess you. Hundred percent. Uh, like I used to have one of the ones where it was just the controller and you had the pedals and maybe a gear stick mm-hmm. and yeah, know, but it, I, I that's what I want. I want I want to what I want to do is I want to build like the ultra wide monitor setup one where you put the you know that huge curved monitor in front of you and then just get the rig. But then like how many hours are you gonna put into races? That's my thing. Like I don't. Pu- I mean, you know, I don't play races for that long. You like everything else, twenty hours. If you have them, but yeah, it's it's like. Why don't you go out and buy the fancy um, controller for all the, um, you know, like the Hatsune Miku type games that you play, etc. So, ah, dude, I am going to do that someday. So I have like four or five PS4s and like I plan on eventually like setting them up for specific things. And I'm going to at one point set up, I'm going to get that $500 Hatsune Miku controller, the big ass, because it's basically a replica of the arcade controller. And I'm gonna set up a you know a nice monitor, 
that controller on a nice stand and a standalone PS4 with nothing but Hatsune Miko on it. And I'm going to just going to have that there and you can just go over and play that anytime. I think I might stream that game soon. But um, but that's the thing. You have to really be into it. And, you know, you've thought about this for mm-hmm. a long time to like. Yeah, I would. That. It's the same as buying a racing sim or a flight sim or anything like that. And yeah, dude, these and- things are expensive, man. Like when I worked at the porn shop, I was regularly selling them on secondhand online for like four or five hundred bucks. And the brand new price is only like six hundred dollars. So people were even willing to, you know, just save a hundred bucks to get a secondhand one because they mm. really, really want one. And oh, dude, yeah, that, that was those items, like the VR, it was that was just you, you post them and they're sold. You post them on Monday and you've already shipped them out on by Friday. It's crazy. Mm. Dude, it's a lot of fun. Um, I would love to get one, uh, like the ones with like the haptic seat. So you've seen those, they actually like vibrate and shake yeah. and shit. And ah, the people that do yeah, it, that like fun, insane. and um, it replicates like what you're doing in the game. And the guy will be driving down a hill, and in real life, he'll be like, <laughs> Yeah, dude, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, you shake it in the seat. And like they have the controllers that uh, oh, the, the, the steering wheels, a lot of them have that in it now. So like if you're if you have a tight turn, you go off road, it will shake and like give you like a little like feedback and stuff like that. Ah man, that is just badass. So um, and also I I just feel like I don't know racing games are always cutting edge as far as technology and graphics go. They're always just like anytime a new console comes out, like the first thing I'm checking out is racing games. I want to see how good do these cars look and how amazing does everything look. And like, dude, like, yeah, you see, you're right. With graphics and everything, they're always looking amazing. Dude, so, that yeah. those TTI ride a man games. Oh my god, bro! Like, I'm like the first time I watched footage of that game. I'm like, that is that real? Like, I literally thought it was real. <laughs> and and uh, once you actually like, you know, this is on my phone. You want know, you blow it up and you're looking at it, you're like, okay, yeah, it's a game. I can definitely see that it's a game. But like from far away, when you're not paying attention, I'm like, that looks like a real house and real trees and real like that is amazing. Yeah, yeah it's spot on. And yeah. what I just mean, is that personal life? <laughs> yeah. Hey Joe, um, I wanted to um bring up our topic of the night, and that's um Black Friday. I mean, in particular, do mm-hmm. Black Friday sales still feel like they used to? And um, no, we'll start off by I, I think that's no. And, um, I, I've seen videos online of people going into stores in America, not Australia. And um, this is like last this week, and they mm-hmm. go to the Black Friday sale. This is a Target store, and it had the special, and then they pulled the Black Friday special off, and it was the same price usually. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, um. 100% don't think the deals are as good at all. And like a it, it, perfect example, there was like tons of games on Amazon for Black Friday special. And all they were is like newer-ish games that have hit their first sale price. That's it. So you're seeing lots of $40 games for, you know, 30. $50 games for 35, $40. And that's a sale, but that's just a regular sale. If you Pay attention to collecting these games and a new $40, $50 game comes out. If you just wait a month or two, you can get it for $30, $35. <laughs> like easily, no problem. So there was a lot of games that were on Black Friday special that I completely passed over because I'm like, this is just the regular sale price. I guarantee you it'll be this price or cheaper around Christmas or right after Christmas. Like it will be cheaper than this price. So those are the ones that I, I you know, don't be fooled. Now, some of them are legit Black Friday specials. Like I bought Hogwarts Legacy 
on the PS4 for $19.99. I don't think I'm going to find that for that price somewhere else later on. I don't. I think that'll be $30, $40 for a long time. So there, you have to be like picky and you should, you got to like kind of know the market and the value on games and, and pay attention to what prices are on games to know what's even worth it. Like, what is the deal? Like, you know what I mean? Like, like, uh, and then that's important. Like, if you're buying something, mm-hmm. it shouldn't be a game that you've just found that day. It should be something that, especially if you're spending more than you know a certain amount, it should be something that you've looked up for a few weeks and you're aware of the price. And you know, this is the cheapest you've seen it because it's forty bucks here and forty bucks here and thirty five here, and you've just found it for thirty dollars. And mm-hmm. you know, that's that's the one to buy. Um, exactly. I just wanted to add. I feel today the. Um, the way consumers work is people expect a discount all the time. So that's brought mm-hmm. into stores where stores are constantly having sales where they mightn't have always done that, say, back in 2010 or 2005. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and they always have to be competitive with all the other stores. And because of that, you know, the profit margins get lower and lower and lower. So when you get to, you know, Black Friday after doing a whole year of sales, etc., like, Mm-hmm. what what sale can you do you know your profit margins are already low etc just you you've just got to hype it up as much as you can and you know the sale mightn't be any better than mm-hmm. the end of the year sale in july or june and july or the sale that they just had for halloween etc and exactly you know, it's disappointing so i did a lot of shopping on black friday this week i've been, i checked about everywhere and i would like to discuss who do i think had the best deals so the first place that I got to give a shout out to, I think just had the most amazing freaking deals ever. And I literally, they, were, they had more stuff that I couldn't even buy at all. They had so much stuff I wanted on sale was Video Games Plus. Holy crap, did they have amazing deals, dudes. And I'm kicking myself because I didn't realize it, but they put like a ton of like Shin, Meg- like Shin Megami Tensei 3ds games up for sale of etrian odyssey like they put all of these amazing uh, dude and i i freaking missed the boat on that like i saw a twitter post and it was like they're putting these up i'm like really and i lost they're all sold out i was like no but like dude so that's what i'm talking about so not only did they have like an amazing sale on regular stuff but they had a special like black friday thing that was like worth jumping on there and monitoring throughout the day. If you know, it, it was awesome. I, I like, I bought so many red art games from them this year. Like they had, they had a amazing sales on red art games. Like everything was like half off dude. And so like they were all red art games, especially they put a lot of like indie titles around like, eh, that's cool. But I don't know if I want to spend 40, $50 on this. You know what I mean? But for $15 Canadian, yeah, baby. I'm st- I bought I bought a stack, dude. I got some I yeah, got like a lot of stuff. Dollars American or something. Yeah, dude. Like talking about like ten twelve like ten, twelve dollars a game free but shipping. That would literally be just the shipping. Like yeah, and then like so hard copy games. I don't know if you're familiar with that company, but they, they put out they're like a limited print company that puts out titles and I don't they're I'm not into their games or whatever, but if you're into PS4 collecting, you should probably pick them up. And they're nine ninety nine Canadian right now. It's like it's like seven bucks. You can get like you know the tra- the talking simulator, Lick Spear. Wait, I think that one sold out. They had that game, Klaus, um, uh, the uh, Music Joy, whatever the hell that is. They have a whole bunch. It's nine ninety nine. You can't go wrong. Oh, just so, on that, like completely different topic, but just just while we're talking about these games, mm-hmm. um, if we get back to like 2018, 2019, 
finding a low print game for nine 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 wasn't a thing. Finding a low print game for fifteen bucks wasn't a thing. I think we've hit that age where these mm-hmm. companies are actually really struggling to sell their stock, and they're becoming mm-hmm. backlog of stock because people have just got over the whole business model of oh, there's five thousand copies here, so you have to buy it, well, or sell we, out, and blah blah blah. Because that's not the truth anymore. They you overwhelmed the community. Yeah, you don't have to wait because it's not cheaper. Like it's not more expensive on eBay anymore. Suddenly, like mm-hmm. the resellers are the ones stuck with copies, and guess what? The resellers are going to sit on their copies. They're lowering the prices to get rid of them. And mm-hmm. what now that's happening? You're seeing companies go under. There's been one or two of these companies go under. Mm-hmm. Um, you're seeing companies do like blind boxes, give out shit games, mm-hmm. limited run. Obviously, been doing it for a long time, but I know Joe, you bought blind boxes and you got like six copies of one game from a certain company. Yeah, it was from Special Reserve, but they were they they did take care of me, so I don't want to let you get. They like I complained and they sent me like a bunch of different but, but, games, but, but, and I got some cool shit. They sent me they they sent me the Downwell like Special Reserve version, which they did not have to do that at all. That wasn't even I think an option in the in the blind box category. They gave me that to like make up for it. So, not to mention cool about it. their customer service, which is awesome in that sense. But just the fact that yeah. you got six copies of one game says to me that you know they got a problem with their stock and they're trying mm-hmm. to get rid of this stuff. Correct. You know, they're probably banking on the fact that maybe fifty percent of people don't complain and they get rid of three hundred copies of this one game that they're stuck yeah. with. And that probably happened because there's a lot of people out there that wouldn't have sent that email and. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't have complained, blah, blah, blah. But we're definitely seeing more sales through these companies. Like we're seeing limited run mm-hmm. games go on sale and you're seeing games through all these companies go on sale now, which we mm-hmm. never used to see. It's becoming like regular media stock. Correct. <laughs> well, limited run, they are just a public. They're not, I don't think they, you know, I don't even consider them like a limited print rare game. Uh, I would think it. limited run would actually hold their stock on purpose to keep the price i feel like mm. they've got a warehouse full of all their stock and like they don't want to sell their their games on discount if they don't have to so that's i would and and going back to who i think has the best sales and the worst sales they had like the worst i think limited run games had the most terrible black friday sale i've ever seen because like they put their books on sale which cool <laughs> like cool dude like no i mean okay cool i don't care that's fine like i you know as an additional item as a gift to add to my purchase maybe i'd buy one of those books for my friend who likes well hello mr fancy pants yeah seriously and then um they put like they had like um like a a handful of games that were um their like convention editions so they had like special covers but even then it was like the regular price, right? Maybe regular price, barely on sale, and it was like ten games, and they weren't like you know these. It wasn't the fate of House House of Father Morgana or something that people would die. You know, I don't know. It was just disappointing. But they did do a bad ass like back stock sale thingy last Christmas, so maybe they're gonna do that again this year. I'm hoping they do. Um, like so, last Christmas they had an incredibly good sale, and I dropped like 250 bucks with them. Which is hilarious because it was right after that whole controversy where they fired that person and all that stuff, and everyone's like, "Screw limited run games! I'm never I mean, buying from them again." And over, I'm over here like, 
do it. I don't let people dictate what I do by stupid shit like that. I'm like, I'll buy that shit just to piss people off. Like, and I'm not even in the fight, but I just like people getting upset. I'll be honest with you. I'm like an actual troll. Like I, an actual real troll. <laughs> like people don't understand. Like I, I literally will just say stuff that I don't mean or care or think about just to see how people react because I enjoy the shit out of it. Cause I think it's funny <laughs> because I just am like, to me, it's like, why you people should have some self-awareness and a little self-control and they should be like aware that people are doing that to them and are trying to manipulate them i am like when someone's saying something or trying to be edgy or whatever i'm like well yeah, this person's yeah, clearly yeah, trying to upset me or they're trying to instigate or they're hoping i say something or they're trying you know i don't do that i just laugh what i do is i usually make a joke more offensive back to them and they don't know what to do <laughs> they something offensive to me and i say something even more offensive and they're like <laughs> well wow. shit i don't know what to do now i'm like yeah it's not like i don't know so but uh yeah so i, I don't like that but yeah they, they i'm hoping they have a nice nice sale uh who else had good sales uh picks in love had a badass sale so i don't know if you guys are that i feel like that's a site not a lot of people talk about or go to yeah that's cool so that company picks in love um i think they're, they're 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 european i don't know where they're from but i'm sure they're from europe they had like really good sales on their uh, Switch games and their their PS4 games, um, and they have a lot of badass games. So they have a ton of those King of Fighter games, and they even make those cool Neo Geo cases. So if you like those games in the Neo Geo cases, they had those on. I don't even know. They're probably it's probably over now. But and then they had uh, like Metal Gear, you know, Metal Slugs on sales. Um, just tons of cool shit. Like they had that Young Souls game. Anyway, they had they, they had a really good deal. The only thing that about them that was a little rough is that their shipping is like kind of expensive. So like I didn't pull the trigger on my order with them because like even with the sale they were like looking like twenty to thirty euros for the shipping, and I was just like, yeah, dude, that's a lot, you know, especially when you convert it into U.S. dollars. We're talking like thirty, forty dollars to ship it, and at that point I'm like, am I getting a deal? So I don't know. Maybe they're not the best deal if you're living, you know, outside of Europe. But if you're in Europe and the shipping is cheaper, uh, ch- the shipping is cheaper. I would definitely check their their website out. They have really good deals too. Um, Play Asia, they had a pretty badass uh, deal um, sales too. My problem with that is I own it all already <laughs> because I'm like completely addicted to buying games from Japan, and I'm completely addicted to buying Asian English games and Asian English Switch games and all that stuff. So they had this great sale and I'm like, oh, own it, own it, own it, own it, own it. Damn it, damn it, damn it. I wish I paid that price. I wish I paid that price. I wish I paid that price. So that was actually more of a painful experience for me personally than like a pleasant one because all I did was look up all these games that I already own, how cheap they are. And I'm like, no. Um, so yeah. Another thing I just want to gripe about, which has nothing to do with anything, but now that Frank's not here, I can just talk and no one can stop me. So um, <laughs> they have... Um, these um so i showed off the um the zelda well let me just grab it again i'll show you so like so hori makes uh joy cons i hate regular joy cons from nintendo i think they're shit so i always get these hori uh controllers and they make these like special limited edition ones and so like for example this is the um you know the tears of the kingdom one really badass love it i was able to go on play asia order it off their website and have it shipped to my home and here it is it's beautiful i love it so they just announced a Dragon Quest one of these. And it is fucking gorgeous, bro. It is so fucking awesome. It's like all like light teal. It's got the blue slimes all over. I want it more than life itself. 
but you can't get it. It's like for Japan only. It's one of those stupid freaking things. And you go on their website. Like a mailing service address and buy it that way. So you you've told me about that. I need to look into that because I, I don't message know clean who comes on the show because he does that. Like I I, I I know about it, but I've only done it in Korea before. I've never done it in Japan. Yeah, I'm not I just want to add you brought up Play Asia, dude. Mm. I seen brand new PS4 games for two dollars. Yeah, man. Like they had two dollars. What the fuck, <laughs> dude? They had a uh, God. Oh yeah, Video Games Plus had Supermarket Shriek. Actually, I don't know what that is. Like some stupid supermarket game for four ninety nine Canadian. Oh, this is that's like two bucks. Dollars, <laughs> like a decent game that you know I I, I bought for the collection for like forty. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, that's that. So, dude, the one game that's driving me. I was talking about this earlier. Is this is getting well tandem on the PS4, and it's like this weird, like horror-y, uh puzzle game. Kind of gives me like Nightmare Before Christmas vibes, nightmare, little nightmares. It's got like that weird art style or whatever. And like when I I saw this game, I'm like, ah, oh, this will be like a rare game in the future. I don't feel like this will fly under the radar. So I bought it for like forty or fifty bucks, dude. Like I bought that for. And like it's on, it was on sale over at VGP for nine ninety nine Canadian. I was like, "Ow, dude!" I'm like, "Ow!" I should. That honestly, like, I almost thought about buying like ten of them because I do still like believe that that game will be like kind of um, collectible in the future. But I don't know. It's like it is really, really hard to speculate on on PS4. I feel like if it's if it's already demanding a decent price, maybe that's a good indicator. But even then we're still in the reprint world. So like, you never know what's going to get like the reprint treatment. And like one of our so viewers it, brought up tough, a really man. good point in one of the comment sections that I wanted to discuss. And it's true with the PS4, like um, PS4 is unlike any system I've ever seen, like collect collecting for the PS4 at the start of the PS4 library. If you look at the first three or four years, the majority of the expensive games all come from there because people were collecting PS4, like it was any other system. I'm going to buy the expensive games because these are the ones to get now. These are the rare games to get now. Godzilla, perfect example. Came out the year the PS4 came out. Rare mm. game as soon as it comes out. It's the one game that all big PS4 collectors have got it. They've all forked out two, three $300. You mm. go on eBay, there's 10 copies selling every single week for two, $300. Mm. But you go towards 2019, 2020, 2021, 22, 23, these guys who started collecting full sets have slowly slowed down. Like, I, I was a full set PS4 collector back in 2016, 17. Everybody was. Mm-hmm. 50 games into my full limited run set where I'm like, I can't do this anymore. Like, I can't keep up. And yeah. it, you know, I gave up. I know. Yep. Look at um, um, Suzanne in the UK. Like, she was a collecting a full ps4 set like ps commander was collecting a full ps4 set i know there's still people in north america going for a full north american ps4 sets and that's insane and shout mm-hmm. out to jason if you're watching who's doing it sealed Hell yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I, I know for a fact jason doesn't want to keep buying limited run games and we're sick of it like he's just doing it because he's 600 in and what's up at this point which you know i completely agree with him but limited run know he's doing it too so guess mm-hmm. what it's a constant money source for them. It's turning the power on. They're making profits. They're going to keep doing it. They can no, do it. An endless amount of Kenpo RPGs for them to go through. Endless yeah. amounts. I feel like if the PS4 library gets to the point where it's for 
five, six thousand games. Sorry, I think it's already. We're there. never going to see between four and five thousand already. Well, I think. we're never going to see full set collectors going for it, and that's going to mm-hmm. cause those games like Africa on PS3 is expensive because it's part of the full set. It's mm-hmm. not a great game. People don't buy it because it's great. You know, people buy it because they have to get it for the full set. FIFA 18, 19, you know, mm-hmm. Pez 18. They're, those games are expensive because of the full set factor. That I don't feel will apply to the PS4. Like these real, mm-hmm. these indie games that um, people aren't raving about, like Hidden Gems and stuff will be, but the games that aren't great, I feel people aren't going to be going out and sourcing no. these games in the long run for the PS4. The PS4 is going to have a thousand probably more than a thousand games that you should own and like Mm. it's going to have the best library of all time the best games from every era it already does like it has such an amazing library but i feel like it's never going to have those um crazy exuberant prices that um libraries Mm. like the wii u had with um the wii u's perfect example like any weird game on the wii u's hundreds of dollars because it didn't sell so mm-hmm. many full Wii U set collectors, and it just drives the price of those games. We're not going to see that in the PS4. So you're 100% correct. I think there's going to be a lot more games that are good games so and or rare good. games that um, not necessarily will be expensive. So there's like like limited run games, like you said. There are tons. You can get tons of sealed limited run games for less than $30 on eBay all day long because it's just they're, they're games that are weird. They're little indie games. They're artsy-fartsy games where even though they may be incredible games with critical acclaim and, you know, everybody, there's not in demand. And a lot, a lot of people want them. And that's what it comes down to is do people want them? And so then what, like you said, a lot of the thing that drives demand is is people who want them for full sets, and I don't think there are going to be a lot of people who want them for full sets. But I do think there are will be people who are more about, like my my style of collecting for the PS4, where they want to they're going to want to get all of the shmups that came out, or they're going to want to get all the horror games, or they're want they're going to want all of the FMV games, or they're going to want all of the VR six. So there'll be like those subsets that are very collectible, where I think people still will go for the full, like maybe the Sedesco set. I f- I do see there yeah, yeah, being yeah, weirdos in the. I see that being more popular than collecting full sets. Correct. Like, so it's on Facebook being PSVR mm-hmm. full set collectors or Sedesco full set collectors. I don't see limited yes. run, but. Yeah, no, it would be these companies where people want to get the full set of these companies. Or all the X Seed games, or all the fun stock games, or all the GS2 games, or like whatever it is. So all, I, the, I, all the first press games and slip covers. Yeah, well, I. I, I <laughs> or, who knows? I'm funny, I? <laughs> yeah, good luck. Good luck. I hope you get them. First person on that full set will be like 2000. 242 yeah. so, so their grandkids finally realize that they're gonna put the family name right and release these slip covers <laughs> so so what i so what i think will end up happening is i think that there will be some games like that do go up in value for that reason that are like not known yet but o- the overall library you're gonna have way more games that aren't worth a lot of money so that's why I feel like speculating is really hard to do. And 
it's like if you're looking at the trends, what happens is now is once the games become a certain value, they get reprinted, and then that just takes care of it anyway. So well, it's that's very hard to, to bring into it too. Yeah, you're or right. re-released on the PS5, or the you know a new versions come out, and that that lowers the price of these games. So it's like, adding to what you hard. just brought up. When I first did my whole rare and collectible PS4 series, if I look mm-hmm. back now, a lot of those games I don't think will be rare and collectible because I feel like. At the time, it, it made sense, but I never mm-hmm. knew that this was going to happen. And now it doesn't make sense because mm-hmm. people won't like. I was bringing up facts like if going for a full set, like you're going to need this and blah blah blah. That doesn't make sense anymore, and things like that. And mm-hmm. like some of those games, yeah, you know, JRPGs and the horror mm-hmm. games, and the games are great and had low prints, and you know, games like Godzilla that you know can't be reprinted because they've lost the licensing and there's plenty of games mm-hmm. like that like uh, i think one of the ghostbuster games or something you know plenty yeah. of the um games that had the whole like it got one copy at gamestop or one copy at eb games it's an indie game that mm-hmm. no one's heard of that you know no one's raving about that isn't a bad game but it's not a good game i don't feel like they're going to be the ones to shoot up in price where in the past i did and i, I talked about them being you know, you should pick this up. Well, here's the thing. So my my plan is to collect all the ones that I think will do that and then um, just spam the hell out of social media until I inflate the marketplace on those games, therefore fulfilling my own prophecy. <laughs> I'll just be like, Ice Cream Surfer is the best fucking game. Everyone has to have this. It is the greatest thing in the world. It's an Ice Cream Surfer selling for $2.50. <laughs> You're giving me a Mari flashback. <laughs> Just a laugh, just a laugh. I would just honestly, that would be hysterical to do is to like take some game that's terrible and just like make it valuable. I just would find that amusing as hell. Like I said, I'm a troll. That's what <laughs> so don't, these don't listen to me, guys. About any, don't take anything I say seriously. That's what all <laughs> these companies do. Limited Rag Games sat down one day and said, You know what would be funny if yeah. we made a game about poop, yeah, yeah, and exactly. it was a thousand dollars. And guess what? Actually, it wasn't yeah. limited rare games. It was a meeting in limited run. And they're like, you know what we could do for an April Fool's joke? Mm. <laughs> and it's on Twitter and it's been screenshotted. And we know for a fact that that's what happened. But it'll never get revealed unless like things get ugly. <laughs> so I, I, want, I want to go back to a, a thing you said, too, about how there's oh, there were in 2016, 2017, all these people who were gung-ho trying to get PS4 sets, collecting all the games from this company we as consumers were overwhelmed by the manufacturers it literally became unsustainable you it literally you know doing well for like all these people and they just couldn't keep up anymore like and you felt like you're the problem like i'm like i can't afford these games yeah exactly you're i mean it got to the point where like let's forget about retail let's just say you were just collecting limited run strictly limited Play Asia. First press, Play Asia, Red Art Games, Pix and Love. Well, that, they went around back then. You know, it was just yeah. limited run games, strictly limited in Play Asia. That, that's all that really existed for the first couple mm. of years. That's there was fair. one hard copy game. There was one special reserve game. Yeah. And that's where people could keep up. And like I could even keep up. But then, you know, because it, it used to be strictly limited would put out one game every few months month. or something they, they had you know, one I mean, month for the first yeah, year it, it was, they had 12 yeah. games in their first year i'm sure yeah okay and and then and, you know now it's like 
like I said, it they forced their own community to be picky about what to buy because no one we can't afford it all anymore. We cannot afford to keep it up. And then what ends up happening is these companies have a couple duds, and now they're they're screwed because they have like you know all yeah. these games printed. No one's buying them. They don't. They're not this huge company making tons of money, and now they they're like. Having it, they it, now they have to take pre-orders on a new product to fund the losses from the old product, and it ends up being this like situation. Well, it, it also like, takes away a lot of the FOMO. If you suddenly can't keep up anymore, you you have less and less. You just FOMO, give up. Which yeah, exactly. Is what these companies rely on. So, mm-hmm. in theory, what their their number one tactic and what they're selling to is they're the ones ruining that. Correct. I'll, I'll throw something out to you: if limited run games kept at one release a year. I may not have stopped, and you know, I may have still been buying one a month. So one mm-hmm. a month, not a year. But I, I may still be buying them, you know, years mm-hmm. after I stop buying these games. Like, and I'm sure that there's tens of hundreds of thousands of people in the exact same situation as me, who, if it was reasonable, and they did just get good games and games that people are requesting, not just random games that the first time I hear about it is when they announce it. Like that's ninety percent of limited run games. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, know, I know some of them are great, and I just haven't heard about them. But ninety percent of the games that they announce, I hadn't heard about. You know. Yeah, exactly. There are all these little indie titles and stuff like that that you're like, whatever about. And like I said, those are all the games that you can go on and get them for nineteen ninety nine, twenty dollars, twenty five. And I honestly, I recommend doing that now because I do think eventually those will dry up. And I just don't know. I just I'm I'm. I'm, I'm curious. I used I to think, if... I'll throw something at you, Joe. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm selling a lot of my limited run and strictly limited and play Asia. I listed them on eBay almost two months ago. I haven't sold one, which wow. eBay is really weird because I, I, I list them mm-hmm. the same as all my other listings, competitive to, to the consumer. It's the cheapest, arguably the cheapest mm-hmm. price on there with the coupons I have, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. I haven't sold a single one, which to me says... You have to sell it under market value, which says the um, demand isn't there. I'm selling no, common PS4 games. Mm-hmm. Can't keep up. I'm, I'm selling them like, should I have sold that more expensive? Like I've mm-hmm. listed baseball games and it's selling in like 24 hours. In my head, I'm like, did I list it too cheap? You list the limited mm-hmm. run game cheaper than the other ones. It's just sitting there. Yeah. So, and these are the first limited run. Like these aren't number 300. These are like number 20, number 21, number 30. Mm-hmm. You know, these are the ones that people should want if they want. So to me, it suggests like the market isn't there anymore. No, I, I, I do think that it's just not the same um, across the board. So like, you know, it used to be like, up, a lot of these companies like you you would have to be there the minute stuff went up for sale or just gone in five minutes yeah, and that's yeah. just not the case on a lot of these things anymore strictly limited and like super rare games they almost never instantly sell out anymore so like i'll log on and be like oh make sure i get my pre-order in and then i'll check it two days later it's like 70 percent left i'm like oh who gives a damn then you know what also drives me crazy how come if I pre-order on five minutes after the orders go live do i get number four thousand out of five thousand why do I why why does that happen, companies? I'm just curious. Like, how come if you're going to number these damn things, you're not prioritizing the people who give you their money immediately pre-order day one within the first person to get number one? Like, yeah, are you serious? Like, well, or 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 some, say some you know, companies do this, or, I, some I just, companies I really do, do think so. And hundred percent, 
Video Game Plus used to do this. They did it with Class of Heroes 2G because we all compared mm -hmm. what time we ordered and the numbers we got. And every single yeah. one went in order of who ordered first got the higher number. A little yeah, lower I, number. Every single makes, one of us. Yeah. And, and if, you know, just a thought, if you guys put the time, a little extra energy into doing that, I your FOMO would be going. They're all going to try and do it at once. I mean, yeah, that could cause servers to go blah, blah, blah. But sure. if that's your problem, then if your mm. problem is too many people giving you money at once, then upgrade mm. the fucking server. <laughs> so I'm 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 blown away that like these companies don't have the ability to like rent some like bigger server for day one releases where they only use this pay. You know what I mean? Like I don't understand. Why yeah, you, you, yeah, that that should be a business. I don't. I don't get. Yeah, exactly. There should be like an anti. Google has rent out company. this high-powered server that can handle yeah. a million people at once. We can handle a million oh, things at once, and we can, and we can detect bots, <laughs> and we can stop scalping, and yeah. we can delete automatically delete suspicious sales, and and re, you know all. We, We're gonna patent this, Joe. We're gonna Figzy and Joe bot. It's gonna be cool. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's right. That's what you're going to be buying everything through, and you, we're going to take five percent of everything you guys spend for the next four hundred years. Oh, no, <laughs> I like this idea. I like that idea. Give me, a, give me a cut of this poop slinger money. Give me, give me, give me my. I'm I just, sure. I'm sure ideas have been generated from podcasts like this. <laughs> I hope so. I hope everybody's listening, and also I hope that I get free shit for my troubles. So if any of you guys out there like my ideas and you make money, you should send me free Listen stuff. Said there are probably <laughs> only a few dozen people left who actually buy every single limited run release, and I guarantee every single one of those people would be in a financial situation where mm. it's less than one percent of their income, or less yeah. than. You know, it, it's not significant to them. It hasn't affected their lives in a way. They can buy a hundred of them. It's not going to affect them because it, it's just, you know, who else is spending? I, I, I believe they've got 600 PS4 games at this point. Let's just, just, just do PS4. 600 games. Mm -hmm. Let's say someone living in Europe or we want to do North America. We'll do North America. Mm-hmm. So the average game is what thirty bucks. How much is one game shipped? Six ninety nine, maybe in in America. Right, so let's average it out five bucks because you might combine shipping. Just that alone, no collector's editions, none of anything else, just the base game. We're just assuming six hundred. I think there's more than six hundred. Mm -hmm. Eighteen grand. I mean, yeah, that's like. Over twenty grand already, and we're talking US dollars. That's just for base games. We know some games for sixty dollars. Yeah, most people doing this are buying collectors editions. They also buy the Switch mm -hmm. versions. They're also buying the Vita versions. Mm -hmm. You know, we're talking people with full sets have probably spent close to thirty, forty, even fifty thousand US dollars. Like, yeah, you know, if you stuff. just collect collectors editions, good God, yeah. dear Lord, you have spent a lot of money. And that's not an investment or anything. Like, if you want to sell this stuff, if you put it in a bulk lot, you're getting fractions of what you get. You have to sell every mm -hmm. single piece individually, individually broken down on eBay or which Etsy takes or eight Amazon. months. Eight months to sell it. It doesn't just like. I mean, I do this full time. I thought it would be a chore. I, I'm still not like halfway through selling my collection, and I've been doing it for nine months now. It's insane. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, like I'm you getting the value out of it, but it, it's hard work too because. You know, with every single game you list, there's a potential person who wants to send you a PM, wants photos of the disc, mm. wants to ask you about this. They don't end up buying it. You've just wasted mm. another 10 minutes. 
Yep. Like, you know, I take six photos of every single item that I list. Like, yeah, it, 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 it is a lot of, t- and here's the other thing. Let's be realistic. Like most people, when they decide to sell their collection, they're doing it for a, like an emergency or they're moving or yeah, they don't have time. They don't have, they don't have time. So like, you, you know, you'll be people who are like, you know, or my favorite reason, <clears throat> women, the number one destroyer of video game Ooh. collections Whoa. in the universe is women. Oh, I don't care. Is. I can't tell you how many people I have seen who are either getting divorced yeah, or their wife is like, it's either me or the game room, baby. And, uh, and, and honestly, that's probably the dude's fault. So if your wife is that mad that you have this collection, you're probably being ridiculous. I'm just being honest with you. Like I have this collection and my girlfriend, she isn't obviously thrilled, but you know, you, you damn know I'm paying all the bills and I'm taking her out to dinner. I'm spending my money on her too. I'm not, I'm not being neglectful. You yeah. know what I mean? Like this is like, you know, my extra fun money I buy stuff with and, and it keeps me from, you know, I always explain to her, I'm like, well, I could have a drinking hobby or I could go out with the boys every day. I could do heroin if you want. Maybe cocaine. I could just I could be, you know, I mean, I'm like, let's go. Let's compare and contrast to all the other people I know in my life, what they're doing. How am I doing? Yeah. All right. All of a sudden, my little stupid video game collection ain't that bad, is it? <laughs> like, let's talk about your cousin. And if you, well, let's talk about if you haven't got any, the thought in your head of selling it. You know, for a fact that if you want to do that, you probably got to stop working and sell video games for a year. Because that's realistically the only way you can get value out of it. Like, you know, for a fact, it's going to be worth more money than, you know, it's going to be worth doing for a fact. And it would, you would regret it for the rest of your life if you did one of the whole, here's my whole collection for 20 grand or 30 grand. No, I already have my, I already have my entire financial future planned. This is how I'm going to do it. Let me, let me go full screen for this. This is important. Okay. What I'm going to do is I'm going to start a bidding war between James Johnson and Sean Powers for the ultimate PS5 accessory. That's right. That's right, boys. Who wants it? Who oh, wants God. it? Who wants it? Who need who who needs this sweet one of a kind collectible PS5 Slurpee cup dude like new barely used. I think only one Slurpee was ever in this thing. So it's got my DNA in it as well. That's cost extra. I'm just saying, bidding starts at twenty five thousand. Twenty five thousand, boys. <laughs> I was wondering where this was going. They <laughs> <laughs> got nothing. Oh, oh. well, this right. brings up a good point. It says unless you're going for a full set, um, the difference between number thirty limited run and number two hundred and twenty. There's no difference. And it's like, it's a great point. Unless the game's like Firewatch or, you know. Um, one through 10, maybe. You want to Yeah, get the possibly first one through 10. But unless the game has that, yeah, number one, obviously. But, you know, unless it's a popular game that people want, it's not going to be anything special. It's probably going to be cheaper than what you paid for it, which most people buying limited run, including myself, assume that I'm buying these games are always going to be worth more than I paid for it because of the way they're sold and it's sold mm-hmm. out. It must be worth more. Well, no, that's not how it's working because there's now so many of them that okay, two thousand games of this copy. But guess what? There's there's probably like ten million limited run games out there. 
you know, it's not a low print item anymore. Like, <laughs> there's so many of these fucking things. It's yeah, not rare to find limited run games in a shop. And it used like to be. <laughs> it's way it, and it's overwhelming. Like so, so you made such a good point earlier, like about how the Wii U games are worth a lot, and like that's the N64. Like these these um you know libraries of games that are 500 or less, let's say, or even a thousand or less. Your mind can be like, okay, I can accomplish this. This is actually possible. So I feel like that's a lot more appealing to collect. When you say, like you said, like there's 5,000 games in the collection. It's like, no, dude, I'm not even going to, I'm not even, that's just not going to happen. Or even if you're like, there are 600 limited run games to collect. Just that alone. You're like, um, I don't know, man. Uh, and are all 600 of these games good? No. So it's like, damn. So like, you know, th I, that's why I'm not a full set collector. Any, like, Cause I can't, I just can't, I cannot fork over tons of cash for bad games. I just, I just, I well, full set collecting is fun. Like I had so it much is. fun doing it. So many people did. Mm -hmm. And I feel like limited run were they were owned by collectors and they got, they knew that these guys were having girls were having fun in the community. Like mm -hmm. not so much PS3 or Wii U. 100% it got the Vita community. The Vita community was what got Limited Run going. We can make mm -hmm. money off these guys because there were so many passionate guys and girls, girls mm -hmm. as well, because there were so many girls on the scene mm -hmm. going for full Vita sets back when it was cheap, like 2013, 14, 15, 16. Mm -hmm. I know Josh and Doug were in the community too. And, you know, when they popped up, they were doing Vita games, man. And it was awesome. Like what they did for Vita. It was so amazing that they, they literally gave the Vita a second life. Like, yeah. Limited run 100% gave the Vita a second life. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, what they're doing for the PS4 is that they're ruining collecting. And it's I, not just them. It's the business model that look how much money these guys are making. There's, there's now 10 limited runs. And mm -hmm. that means there's 10 times as many games out there. On top of all the retail games... On top of all the exclusives that everyone's putting out, mm -hmm. on top of it being an easy console to develop for, on top mm -hmm. of it only requiring a thousand copies, on top of it, PS4 games are cheap to make compared to Switch games. So it mm -hmm. just has all these things going for it, as well as there's more games than ever. There's so many small studios trying to get their name out there. There's so many games on PS4 because they've made it so easy. And it's ruined full set collecting. Like, I don't see anyone having a worldwide PS4 set. A worldwide? You need, you need more than you need more than just one room. You you need three or four dedicated rooms for that. It will be a collection of people who do it for a museum. I guarantee the first person mm. to have a full PS4 set will mm. be a community based thing. You know, mm. it'll be. Blah blah blah. It's not going to be one guy in a house because we've we've already seen how I, you know one of my best friends was doing it. Man, it, he had two rooms of his house full of PS4 games. And one thing to bring up: no one just goes for full sets of every game. You buy the collector's edition, you buy the steel book, you buy the slipcover. You know yeah, how buy all the versions. The PS4 ones take up. Like, it is so absurd. It, it's mm -hmm. completely taken away full set collecting. And like Joe said. People won't collect full PS4 sets. People will collect full JRPG yeah. sets, full Atlas exactly. sets, exactly. full Death Go sets. Or mm -hmm. they will just be like, 
Koei Tecmo gonna, sets. They might All the anime the games. Set, the full Vita set. All the they Dragon Ball like, games and stuff, yeah. There's so many games on the PS4. I'm just going to buy all the games I want. Like, mm-hmm. I'm at that point now where my PS4 collection is just going to be curated. It's mm-hmm. not going to be any collections that I want because I feel like they're all absurd. I'm selling Sadesco titles that I've got no interest in because even some of those I've games... I've thought are, about it, man. I've thought yeah, about like, it. I have like the full Sadesco set. I love them, but they got shit games. Mm-hmm. Like, let's be honest, some of their games are crap. And I've got. You, are you saying Pharaoh on the PS4 is not a masterpiece, sir? I don't even think it works. I think mean, the game is broken. <laughs> I don't even think. Yeah, I, mean, I, maybe it works. I had. I don't anymore because I've put them on eBay. I had so many games that the servers already closed. Yeah. Like why? Why am I holding a game and to mm-hmm. evolve? I believe these servers are closed in evolve. I had the regular version, the slipcover, the Australian exclusive boxed limited edition. Like it, it just doesn't make sense to own all these things. Go back to the PS3, go back to the PS2, PS1. There's one version of these things. I guess PS3 had a lot, but like you go you back to the PS1 days, it's just the game. It was you rare. You got a collector's edition. You know what melts my brain is the Dead by Daylight Nightmare Edition that sells for like a hundred to a hundred and fifty dollars. Why are you guys buying that? that's going to get shut off you're not going to be able to play that game in 10 years i am very confused is it so that you have the uh stranger things dlc on the disc so you can't play it in 10 years i don't understand that uh, if someone could please explain that one to me i would i understand it's rare i understand why people want it now and i understand it has extra content that you can't get on the store or whatever it's got like some sort of dlc that is like delisted from the store but it's going to get shut off, correct? Like, am yeah, I crazy? Yeah, yeah, am exactly. I right? Like, all game is getting shut off. So that hundred and fifty dollar purchase at one point will be worth uh, ten cents. It'll be just Skyhawk. That, There's not just that. Starhawk or whatever. Any game that requires a day one patch, once the servers are down, they're in the same boat. If you've yeah. got a collector's edition that has a day one patch, and PS4 one day shut the servers down, which will happen, mm-hmm. because we're in a world that they don't keep old things alive. Yes, unless like fans. The community has to. That's the only thing that. Yeah, yeah. You're relying on people mm-hmm. being good out of their hearts to. Yeah, and I'm just. I imagine then oh, because God. because if it does go down, majority of people will shine on it, and the price will go down. So that's what if so what I don't know, and I don't know if this will ever be legal, but maybe so. You know how there's like ROM sites where people yeah. just they, they the community comes together, they take the files, they download it. Do you think? Someday there will be an online community that's like, come to here and we'll get you the updated patch version for this game and you'll be able to download it on a USB and stick it in your PS4 and update your file or something. Do you think that's possible or do you well, think you'd that like to think so, Sony is just going to like not allow like, it or like Nintendo you know, won't allow it? Nintendo could come along and sue ridiculous. them and it, it's just all gone. Like that's happened with Nintendo in the past. With, um, Which is so annoying because they won't offer it. That's what's so annoying. It's like it's not like they're like, well, we'll sell you our, your updated files for a dollar, but we don't want you to steal them. No, they, they're like, no. you just can't. You just can't update your shit, and we're not going to let you. Like, like, I don't understand that. I, 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 so I'm, I'm hoping that maybe that's the case. Maybe they're like the community will find a way to preserve it because there's so many of us in the community that are passionate about that stuff. 
Um, like but then, the guest we had on a couple of weeks ago where the Switch project is doing, and they're tracking Switch games the day they come out, mm-hmm. and it's heaps of people doing it, and it's full set collectors, and mm-hmm. you know it's people that care about this, and they're doing it today. And if a game isn't working, they're emailing the company and they, they're demanding action. This wasn't happening back in the day. And, you know, because it wasn't happening for so long, mm. they've been getting away with it for so long. It's happened so much. So, like, yeah. Switch community and Switch collecting will be awesome because of people like that. We get people like Cyrus and, you know, and people that are pushing. Mm. For, it's almost like just doing the, the fair thing, doing the right thing. Yeah. And this is this is this is exactly my point where I was like, I think this is going to be a good time for preservation and fans. I think right now you're about to see companies like take a big step back and reevaluate everything that they're doing because for years all of these companies have just taken for granted the uh, that where people are going to support them and give them money, but now it is so over, our entertainment in general is so oversaturated. People can read books, watch YouTube, make Twitch, do that. There's just a million options for people to entertain themselves. Lots of them are free. For instance, you're watching this show right now. No one's being charged. Like, you can be entertained for free. So it is not a given. You continue watching that podcast. Please pay (laughs) $4.99. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Hey, Joe, we are an hour and a half in. We haven't got a quiz today, however. We have got a quiz for chat. All right. Let's get chat's question on. We do have a quiz, but Andy didn't show up, unfortunately. He had um, personal relations to deal with. So we're going to I believe he said, uh, what did he say? Giant hemorrhoids and explosive diarrhea? I believe that's what he said, right? (laughs) He he ate some bad clams. (laughs) I hope he's watching. I do too. All right. So let me just pull up the answer. Where did Joe go? Oh, there he is. Give me one second, guys. Have anyone in chat who's active wants to jump in for the quiz and short um, short notice? Feel free. I will post the link in chat. I'm about to be someone who regularly participates, but I know a lot of you guys are active. Sorry, I'm just trying to find it. It's a really good quiz, so <laughs> they're, they're getting really good. All right, Chad, here is your question for the week. Bam, before I bring out the question, we've got the scores. So unorganized. So in our year you show, currently Banfi is destroying everyone with a lead of three points. The only <laughs> other person to score is Evan with one point. So today's question is worth one point, and I need the full video game title. That first one is just like really melting my brain. It's like <laughs> the down planet question mark. I'm like, ah. uh, it's such a good one, but it's it's not easy. 
I don't expect anyone to get this in the next minute or so. Oh, I think Bell <laughs> just got it. I think Bellisker just got it. Freaking genius. Wow, Sebastian just fucking got it. That's pretty amazing, bro. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Is correct. GG's Ballista. That is correct. that was impressive, dude. Like for that real. is really impressive. <laughs> we'll leave um we'll leave this up so you guys can work out for yourselves out with the... <laughs> He couldn't even get that last picture in there. He's like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> Not just just so, and just so you know, like any question that's like this is a favorite soccer player, that's you might as well leave that shit blank for me. <laughs> <laughs> you can take North America out for that one. Hang on, it was for the EU show, Joe. Yes, so, yeah, like, I, for EU, this that's fine, but yeah, it's just yeah, yeah. if if you if that's like it's like well, we put it that's like being like we should do all famous NASCAR for the EU show. But <laughs> people are like, who the fuck are these guys? <laughs> Banffy said I would never have gotten that, and so I said me too. I can't believe how fast you got it. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I mean, must know. I mean, I played the game back in the day. So, oh, I love it. So, can I sing this? Like, the do up, dip up, do up. Where have you been around the world? I remember playing from Canada. Like a reward for doing well in geography. I love geography, so I played it a lot in the <laughs> I think I've talked about this on the show. Like I used to watch that show all the time and I loved it. And like the that's I didn't know it was a show until you told me on the show. Dude, it was badass. And they, they used to have this a cappella group called Rock Cappella. Because they rocked. Woo! Anyway, and they came to my school in the eighth grade and performed live, and I got to freaking jam out with the I got to hear kind well, of the only NTSC yeah. exclusive master system game I own, so it's a little bit more in my mind than other games would be. Hey, that's pretty impressive. That was a master system game? Wow. Yeah, like early 90s, late 80s. Yeah. Dude, hey, I, I got some games to show off, Joe. You know, pickups. Right. They are PS3 twin packs. Okay. I just went through my collection and grabbed out a few. It's not all of them. Um, Definitely not all of them. I know for a fact there's more in my collection. So, um, yeah, it's not a full list, but it might be um, pretty cool to see because some of these you don't see every day, that's for sure. Sure. What you got? I know for a fact one of the rarest ones actually in the collection. I just remembered. Mm. <laughs> First one we got Assassin's Creed Revelations slash Assassin's Creed Brotherhood Double Pack. So, I believe these all. Majority of them come with two discs and two manuals, or sometimes I have like a double manual. If I haven't got the plastic on them, I'll open them up. I'm pretty sure they're all in the plastic. <laughs> double manual is kind of cool. Next, we have Assassin's Creed 2 Game of the Year Edition and Assassin's Creed. Can I tell you a secret? Yeah. I've never played any Assassin's Creed game. You, you told me that. It's crazy. And this one's actually the rare one. I think a rare Assassin's Creed game. But this one is really hard to track down, especially the English version. The Russian version used to be hard, easy to get, but that might be different today. So here we have Assassin's Creed Black Flag and Assassin's Creed Rogue. This is one of the last like 20 or 30 power games I needed for a full set. I think I've just had a realization, Big Z. Yeah. You ever meet those guys that are like super hipster guys and they're just like, I don't drink Bud Light. I only drink mud water pale ale from this guy's basement. He brews one bottle a year. Like, I feel like I might be that guy for video games. I think I might be that guy. I'm like, I don't play that popular stuff. 
I only like refined, weird garbage from <laughs> Spain and Germany that got released. I don't just I, not I don't, try I, it. I don't even try it. <laughs> dude, seriously, I I literally like a hundred like million people like more, it. Nah, no, the more no, popular it is, the less like the less interested I am. I swear to God, I think I might have. A, I think I'm. I might hate myself. I think I might hate myself. <laughs> All right, now, Joe, I hope you play these next ones because these are really good games okay. and they're people of a cultured taste. They're not of the AAA market. Yeah. And um, they're definitely worth picking up too. They're quite expensive and okay. shocked on how expensive these next two are going for. Mm -hmm. uh, so here we have Tales of Zillia and Tales of Zillia 2. Those pack. games are pretty expensive in general. Like, yeah. those are so not cheap. Any version. I can imagine what it goes for. And this one's really cool. Like, it's got the two games on the spine and the two that colors. Cool. Yeah, really, really cool. Yeah, I think there's a um, there's a PS4 triple pack for the Tales games that I want to get. Zestiria, Bessiria, and something. I want to get three that. games as well as the slipcover. It's a really cool pack. Is it all in like one disc or is it just all three games in a slipcover? Uh, it's all three games in the slipcover. Uh, okay, maybe I won't get yeah. that because I do all the, I, I don't know the games. If it was like all like I don't know, I'm a sucker. Dude, did you do James Johnson? All right, so here I am, like I hate yeah, the PSVR too. I, 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 I don't, don't want to collect for it. I'd seen them in the Discord three weeks ago. They're not new to me. So if you want to see things first, check out the Discord. Mm. <laughs> the um those double packs he was showing off on PS5. He had up that PS VR2 double pack. I'm like, they have yeah, a VR2 yeah. double pack. Uh, like that's freaking tempting, but I'm like, dude, I don't I don't know. I think I'm all set. I think I'm like completely moving away from the PSVR2. I'm considered maybe just like selling it, dude. Like if when if they send it out for repair and I get it back, just freaking selling it and walk calling it a wash, dude. Just getting out. I might do that. Like, I don't know. Just yeah, go right into Tales of Graces hey. and Tales of Symphonia Chronicles, which already includes two games, I believe. With Tales of Symphonia and Tales of Symphonia Dawn of the New World. So you get three games in this pack, which is super cool. That's why they got the three different things on it. That is cool. So it's actually, I mean, it used to be good value for money. It's like hundreds of dollars now. A <laughs> hundred dollars plus. Uh, next one, probably not as exciting, but still pretty cool. I like double packs. Here we have Tom Clancy Ghost Recon Future Soldier and Tom Clancy Ghost Recon 2. And it hasn't got a slip cover, so we'll check it out. So this one's got a double manual. What I mean by that is the two-in-one. And this only has one disc. But it's got all the content on the disc, which is cool. No download codes. Oh, the good old days, the way it's supposed to be. Next one's really cool. So here we have the Dead Island, Dead Island Riptide double pack. Includes all the DLC from both games, and I believe it's all on the disc. But mine's sealed, so don't 100% quote me on that. There are so many versions of those freaking games to collect. Dude, I've started selling them. I've still got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Not include oh, slip cover. I got double packs. Like I, I, I go to sell copies and I go to my master list and I delete them. I'm like, why is there nine versions of this game? And I'm like, why do I own that, 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 that? It's like, oh my god. <laughs> um, I don't know if it's still on sale if anybody's interested but amazon had the dead island 2 pre-order collector's edition for 49.99 marked down from 100 yesterday when i looked not bad for ps5 ps4 and switch 
and they were selling just the standard Dead Island 2 for 35. So for 49.99 you get the the I didn't get it because it's that weird ass box. Thirty-five quotes what you said before, where you, that you're like, new games have gone from forty down to thirty-five, and they're like, hey, it's a Black Friday sale. It's thirty-five bucks. Yeah, it's ex- yeah, that's dude. And I guarantee you, I can get, I'll be able to get Deadline Dead Island Two for twenty well, thirty-five dollars anytime in the next twelve. Months. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm 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 uh, super looking forward to the January through March. I feel like. PS4 games are going to get clearanced out everywhere because they're supposedly stopping to make them. Oh, can I? By the way, it's already happened all the time now. You go to buy something, and the PS5 copy is $25, the Switch copy is $25, and the PS4 copy is $40. It's already happening because, because there's they're still making the Switch copy because the Switch is still being supported. PS5 is still being, but the PS4 is getting phased out, boys. So, like a lot of the time now, that PS4 copy is just, is not going down like it used to, and like that's pissing me off. So, you gotta you gotta be hopping on some of this stuff now. Just letting you know. if you're into PS4, which I'm the only one one of the one of the weirdos who is. <laughs> yeah, next we got one that I think you'll want, Joe, because no. you're into this series, collecting it at the moment. And that is the One Piece Pirate mm. Warrior One and Two double pack. I'm this pretty much required version, but it includes English, so I don't want, I don't really <laughs> care for the hundred dollar UK version when this one was like thirty bucks. So I have Pirate Warriors Three and Pirate Warriors Four, so I think I am OCD required to purchase those. Yes, that could be perfect. Mm. <laughs> and final one I'm going to show is. Far Cry 3 and Far Cry 4 double pack. This one's actually really hard to find. It was, again, one of the later games I needed for a full set when I was going for one. That's all the double packs I brought along. There's plenty more. I might bring some more out one podcast and show all the other ones I didn't show tonight. Sweet. Jack Green saying he's going for a complete PS2 greatest hits collection. Nice. That's fun. See that and see that I just see Jack like that's the future of collecting. It's like you don't like you know because even the P. If you told me like I'm like let's start collecting a full PS2 set. That's over one was eighteen hundred games something like that. Like that's a lot. Twenty two hundred PS2 power games. Like absurd. No, like you need a game room. You, you can't just have yeah. a shelf. You need a game room. You know, you yeah. need a whole room in a house that's just got video games. So I'm you need, if that. you've got a family, you know, you, and you've got kids, then you need a big house. Otherwise, guess what? Mm-hmm. It's going to be in boxes. And what's the point of collecting if it's in boxes in the closet? Like, I know yes. there's plenty of people out there who do that. And I, I'm, I mean, I know you just love the hobby, but. Like mm. you could have a small collection of really things that you love and spend more money on expensive game and display mm. it still, you know. I, I would hate to have as many games as I do and it's not displayed. Like I, that would be the worst thing for me. And I used to live in a place where I couldn't display that. And when I bought mm. a house, I made sure that there was room to store my video games. Because that's so, that's who I am as a collector. This is a huge parallel too. So think about like, so when you talk about the PS4 collecting. Think of like think about the PS2 collecting. The, the percentage of PS2 collectors going for full sets is probably a small minority of PS2 collectors. But I bet the percentage of PS2 collectors who are going for full subsets are like all the horror games. I guarantee you, like 
that's why those games are like there's so many people doing that and the people who are like i want all the jrpgs and the ps2 even i want all of the schmucks i want all the yes exactly like that sort of collecting is what i see like that's what i was trying to say earlier with the ps4 i think the same thing will happen i think that the people uh, there there might be a few dedicated people who are trolling for full sets which like i said i admire the hell out of you i think it's a thing of beauty if you have like it to me literally is beautiful what you are sorry that is my full ps5 collection every single one of those games I want to play except one or two that are JRPGs and I've got them mm-hmm. sealed and I feel like like one's a Neptunia game that like I like the series, you know. But all the others I've played and I've put my money in and I've got my money out of them. <laughs> yeah, so I have... Dude, um... PS5. We, we don't talk about that much. Mm-hmm. PS5 is insane. The PS5, I'm, I'm sure it's at a thousand games already. Like it hasn't been out. It's been out for just over two years. The library um, is absolutely I think, insane. I think, I think Sean and James are around 700, 750 games or something. That's two thirds of a full PS3 set already, and we're two years in. Yeah. No, three years in. Three, three years, years in. Sorry. We're three mm-hmm. years in, and this library was around for 12 years. Mm-hmm. That is pretty just, crazy. Let's just assume worst case scenario, probably. PS5's around for 10 years, which is probably going to be around for a lot longer. Just 10 years. Mm-hmm. We're already at, you know, 700 games. It's going mm-hmm. to be another system that's 3,000 games, man. Like, oh, it's yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah, and let's see. Like, and you know, and it's like, not slowing like, down. It's picking up. It's in, 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 uh, that's why I admire the people who are trying to do it. And like you said, though, like, like I, for, I for, at some point, it literally becomes a, you know, where do you put them? you need multiple rooms to have them displayed like like i or it's gonna be like you're gonna have like like you know there'll be like a row of shelves with shelves in front of it that you slide back and forth or some shit <laughs> so you're yeah. gonna have to get creative to display it i don't know so that, i remember that, this time in the ps3 life cycle mm. um probably even a few years back looking at like the ps4 like the ps3 mm-hmm. you were seeing a release every three months every two months like we could talk about the releases in the groups and it would go weeks and there would be price drops before you see a new game come out. And I can tell you all the games, Cars 3, uh, mm-hmm. FIFA 18, 19, mm-hmm. the, uh, Just Dance 2018, 2019, Pez 2018, 19, Persona 5, the two limited run games that got done, you know, the, mm-hmm. the two other low print games that got done. That's, it. we got like 10 games after 2016 man like that's so as a collector it's so obtainable like it today it's just absurd if a, yeah if, and if I, a new company can print a game and they can make money guess what you get a switch copy you get a ps4 copy you get a ps5 copy if they can get an xbox copy you get an mm-hmm. xbox copy too if they can make a collector's edition with a steelbook and blah 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 and charge whatever you get all that as well like so so much today it's insane it's not gonna last so this is so let's just be real number one people nowadays right now have less disposable income than they've had in a long time there is yep. less money for people to spend on entertainment right now than there Facts. used to well, be worldwide 100 percent. it's interest it's, rates are going up it's, inflation's gone up blah, buying blah, blah, a car blah. is insane buying, buying a house is now insane. 
where most people's money goes. You know, mortgages is where it's most just people's money goes. Rents where most people's money goes. I have to. I, I I can't order everything I want. I have to budget myself and be like, like I only have this much to spend on. Yeah, I haven't bought um, Uber Eats or like had mm. food delivered for over twelve months. That's right. Like, I, I don't eat takeaway food anymore. You know, I only cook at home. And I've been donating sperm like crazy to keep up with the bills. Just, <laughs> I don't think I can do it anymore. Yeah, have all these little Joes running around in 20 it's years. Just, there's going to be, no, I'm 6'5". There'll be a bunch of large Joes running around. What's that What's that game that you just mentioned? So my plan about? is they're, to... They're going to be the target audience. My plan is to, uh, you know, spread my seed across the world. Uh, have like an army of children and then I'm going to unite them all and start like a cult. And um, we're going to basically take over the world. It's going to be pretty interesting. So, but I am going to need like generals, foot soldiers and just like assassins and stuff. So if anybody is interested, I will need some, uh, some people. So you can just get in touch with me on Facebook. Anyway. Um, uh, So back to my original point, there's just not as much money going around. So because of that, I think that's good. Because what will happen is people will be more picky about what they're purchasing and that FOMO will go away because it's just you, your FOMO doesn't matter anymore when you can't afford it. So you can be like, oh, man, I wish I could buy this, but I can't. So screw it. And, you're, and as soon as the more that happens, the less the, the, the habit will break. People will just yeah. be like, I'm not just giving money to these people for this non habit. And it's oversaturated big time. So it's going to I don't think it's going to cause a crash per se like you know they say like video game crash this will crash this will crash but a lot of industries in general are about to retract and they have to go back in and they have to say listen there's not enough money to go around and we have to really be careful and really think about the type of products that we're making and we need to really be competitive in the market if we want to make money we're not just going to make money because we're the latest thing anymore people can't afford to do that anymore and so I think overall it's going to be a good thing because it is going to like force these companies to have to go back to the drawing table. And we are not going to be there. Like your crappy games, your, your like live service games. I, I think Sony said they canceled like eight of them. They were going to make good cancel all of them, all of them. No, I, I, I hope all of these games that are just money milking machines that aren't designed to be anything other than business transactions designed as games literally like casinos and lottery just literally like we've designed a way to manipulate and trick people into playing this game and getting addicted and screwing them out of their money that's great that's gonna not work and also i really like i've said this before dlc and like these day you know i'm not buying your game anymore on day one if i know it's gonna have four dlc packs and you're gonna release an updated version in two to three years you have done this to yourself you're not getting $70 day one for me on a game that I know is like the vanilla version of the game. That's not complete. I'm not doing it anymore. And so like, I think that that whole attitude with Baldur's Gate and Zelda and other thing is being reevaluated. And like, these are games, games of the year, huge selling games, no DLC, no updates. And people no, respect that and appreciate that. Oh man. Go. I'm, bringing on the whole changing culture and what's going to force into these games they instantly made me think of low print companies so mm-hmm. with the whole less money being out there i heard that that forces these companies to be like hang on our games aren't selling as well let's just assume limited run for example this is generic not targeted at that then but let's just assume them i hope 
what that causes is them to be like, okay, we can't now do shit games. Let's stop doing shit games and only do games like Persona 3, Persona 4, games that people really want because they're still going to find the way to buy those games. Yeah. And it might get, if it gets into that and every game they put out is like that, suddenly they're going to get people's money and the cycle is going to mm-hmm. flip back onto how it used to go and that, that hopefully that's what it takes and you know mm-hmm. they stop cutting corners and stop releasing broken shit and you know if there's dlc put it all on the cut because that's what we want as collectors like they've completely mm-hmm. got away from what they were initially doing and mm-hmm. they started preserving video games for collectors that's that's what they were doing they were, were marketing themselves as video mm-hmm. game preservationists today they're just another walmart or another that, that, so what the entire viewpoint that people used to have for limited run games is completely on limited rare games now. Limited rare games has everything that limited run games <laughs> yeah, wish yeah, they were. Limited rare games, which is they are the ones that are like actually no, these are limited print. These are it, and and that's it. There's only a couple copies. You get ten minutes, buy them or not. That's it. It is what it is. Like. And even you know, even there, that that's gone down a little bit. But like that whole thing that they used to have is is gone. Yeah, the whole FOMO it, thing—it's not there anymore. It's not. I mean, they don't even sell. Like I, I give them credit on how they do their sales today, but yeah, I like uh, it better. Part of me used to enjoy waking up at two a.m. to buy something, and you get a good feeling if you do buy one of those things. I'm not saying I, it's um, good for the market. I 100% think it's way better the way it's done today, but mm-hmm. I don't buy them today. I used to buy them when they were sold the other way. So, you know, well, they're dumb. They Here's here. Look, 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 think of this. Imagine this. Riddle me this. Imagine you could join the limited run club and you had to give them 50 bucks for the year. And then when they had their games come out, you got one copy automatically pre ordered for you and you didn't have to wait and you would just get one. You know what I mean? And they could literally make it into like, I bet you could get a thousand people to sign up. And like now you have a thousand people giving you $50 a year and all the thousand copies are getting sold instantly. <laughs> it's like you and, can do it that way. Sell you things your way, 100%. Yeah, Don't you give can... them ideas, Joe. We're going to see subscription services for limited run games next year. I, dude, I, I'm a lot of... Thanks no. to Joe Rad, guys. <laughs> That's right. I just want my cut. You hear me, boys? I just want my cut. Oh, we read. That's right. Hey, guys, if you haven't... Do you have you know any kids I have out you? there? <laughs> A new episode of Who Wants to Be a Game Collector dropped last night. It's probably the best episode that's ever come out. It was definitely mm-hmm. the closest. Uh, we had uh, Kevin taking on Ricky Andre, mm-hmm. full North American set collector for the PS3 versus a full PAL set collector for the PS3. They Takes were both much that was a bonus appearance by Joe. So check it out. There will be another video dropping next week as well as the next five, four weeks in a row until the series finishes. So definitely check those episodes out. I know more people watch the podcast than the actual new videos. So a third of you listening right now haven't watched them, so definitely go and check them out. Um, and, yeah, you got anything else to add, Joe? Yeah, I got my one pickup, bro. Can I show oh, we got one pickup from Joe? I got one, dudes. Let's do it. Oh, where am I? There I am. Okay. So first off, I, how are my eyes looking, by the way? Are they still all fucking... How do they feel? Do you feel good after the surgery? You like that? Oh, does that look like it feels good, bro? It's <laughs> still a bit red. A little bit. We're God, still in Christmas. Mauled me. Oh, yeah, we are. That's right. Is that Abe Lincoln in the background? All right. So I got one. <laughs> I got one pickup. 
and this is it's a funny story i was talking to reggie and like um you know, we we bought the we both bought the PS5 copy when it went on sale, and the PS4 copy wasn't on sale. And, oh, and, I know what this is. And we're like, we're gonna wait, we're gonna wait. Don't buy it, we're gonna wait. And so then, like earlier in the week, on like Monday, it went on sale for thirty bucks, and Reggie was like, "Yo, check it out." And I'm like, "Dude, should we buy it?" He's like, "Nah, man, wait, wait, don't buy it." Right? And so I send him the Braveheart meme where he's like, "Oh, you know what I mean?" I'm like, "All right, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it." And so then on Thursday. Uh, I saw a tweet that the PS5 copy went on sale again. So I was like, oh, all right, let me go check. And dude, this thing was on sale for $17.99. So I sent Reggie a message and I'm like, no, 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 no. Get it, get it, get it, get it, get it. So That's there it is. Uh, the Daymare 1994 PS4 uh, Sandcastle Collector's Edition limited of 5,000 copies or whatever. Now, I will say, if you look, do you see the box is a little crushed right there in the bottom. See it? You see this? Right expect here? that they're okay so, i mean they're a little smushed uh none of and, and uh you know it's got a little damage so my ps5 one that i got was i did a little bit better in condition so the top here has got a little tear right there kind of fucking annoying right there but yeah and not so bad like i said 17.99 dudes i'm not mad and uh, i don't know maybe it's still on sale you might want to check it was on amazon if limited to five thousand. by the looks of it is that what it says yes there's only five thousand. Now, what's I what's kind of weird about I don't it? Know is, that means though, anything in today's age? It used to mean something back in 2015. I, I don't <laughs> think it. I don't think it commands much value unless you have like one through ten or something like that. And then with these, um, the numbering is on a, a on an auth certificate of on. Oh my god, certificate of authenticity. <laughs> Why was that so hard to say? <laughs> and it's in the box, so you don't know what number you have unless you open it. So let's go. Not really, because if you're a collector, um, you're 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 at odds with each other now. So collectors don't want that shit opened, and collectors yeah, want to know what number it is, bro. So hey, you've got number one in there. You just don't know it. That's true. It's like Pokemon cards, bro. Unopened. It's like that um, might have Madden it. card that I've got. One. That I'm like, I got the gold one. You just don't know. Exactly. I just found out, Joe, that we got mm -hmm. more content. We got memes for everyone. Oh, let's Same go. By everyone. So these are for the from the Discord. If you let's guys go. got memes for us, they don't necessarily have to be video game related. As long mm -hmm. as they're not offensive or will get me banned, we'll put them on the show. Mm -hmm. So send them in, join the um Discord and jump in the group that's called Memes for Meme Time. So these are all the memes sent in this week. When you <laughs> Press flash, <laughs> disable flash on your camera. Oh my God. You just said, you just said, don't get a spin. First meme, it's a goddamn. Oh my God. <laughs> Who sent that one in? I didn't check him, I just downloaded them all. <laughs> I would actually prefer we don't check them. We might as well. I mean, like, I 100% did not look at any of these. This is the first you know, time. If we, we had some controversy, it could only be good for us. <laughs> this next one I have seen because I'm the one who posted it. I thought it was funny. Okay. Hi, Hi my name is Jason. Hi, nice to meet you, Jason. <clears throat> I've seen this before with like random bird facts, but I like <laughs> the random gaming random. knowledge. Yeah. 960 gaming consoles that's been released since the first generation home video game consoles. Could relate. Yeah. <laughs> the guy's face is just like browning, like, okay. <laughs> 
the real meme's meant to say his name wrong. Like, hi, Jonathan, instead of Jason. Yeah, yeah, and then you just, yeah, because because yeah. the Jason doesn't go in. I see it there. Yeah. My body is a machine that turns Steam purchases into unplayed games. <laughs> Bro, so I know when you don't look at them first. <laughs> the uh, autumn sale just went on. I bought a whole bunch of shmups. So, yeah, this is true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we got Mario running towards the. Uh, <laughs> To save Princess Peach, and we got that hot ass. Wasn't this like a fan art? Didn't some, or is this this isn't real, right? Isn't this supposed to be dominatrix like, browser? Yeah, it's like uh, some somebody made a fa- like a female Bowser fan art, and she's like wicked hot. And so Mario just grabs her and walks off. Please, Peach in the cage. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to tap that shell, man. Look at that tail. <laughs> the illusion. <laughs> exactly. Shut, shut down. down. Update and shut down. Fuck you, update it is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Fixing the main game. Dude, this is working on wow. DLC instead. Yeah. Bro, and this is what I mean about like I, I'm so sick. I I am anti DLC at this point. I know it's like people work on number two. If you can't release it day Sequel. one, then delay it. You know who does it? Maybe delayed for two years, then have content released a year after because I'm not going to play it. His, like, here's the two best. Okay, the f- two best Xenoblade Chronicles Two. They released Xenoblade Chronicles Two Golden Torna. The additional content was basically a standalone game, its own thing, and you could buy it on a cart. It was like its own game. Hell yeah, do that, do that. Yeah, Far yeah. Cry. Far Cry are the shit. They come out with the main game, and then they release another Far Cry with the same engine, and then you get the other one. So if you would like to have more more Far Cry in your life, get another Far Cry. Red Dead Redemption 1 came out with oh, Undead man. Nightmare, which was a the same engine. And you can buy it and stand it. Exactly. Yeah, dude. Like, that's how do you do it. Right. it. Or That's do how you do it. So it's not like I'm, people are like, well, you, know, you like more content? No, I want good more content. What I don't want is my game piecemealed out to me over three years and like literally like the content's already on the disc and I can't even access it. You just decide to make me pay for it to play my whole game. Like it's like insane how much. Uh, screw all that. I'm anti DLC. A couple more here. Five minutes into any Bethesda. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> and then we have a video that I did watch this one because it was a video yeah. of course I watched mm-hmm. it. This is fun. You know, I'm really sorry, okay? What is wrong with you? Why are you blue? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. Why are you blue? <laughs> no, I mean, I so I mean, the I, blue cases, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, it, or, or uh, it's like when you like see the Saturn in Japan, you're like, huh, these kind of like I like the little CD cases better than like the giant freaking massive yeah, jewel cases nice. that break instantaneously as soon as you open them. Um, That's all right, there's one the up thing about dude. The first time I opened them, I think I opened it the wrong way. <laughs> That's probably what Bell's probably saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eject at you. 
I'm going to be honest. Mm-hmm. First time I tried to play a PSP game, I took the PSP game out of the shell. <laughs> like, how the fuck does this thing work? Like, I broke yeah. the game. I, I got it working. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's hilarious, brother. I wasn't a collector. I was just, it was like 2010. I bought a cheap PSP, blah, blah, blah. I, I, the UMD was a bad idea in general. I, I just wish... It- Never was that. I, I wish it was carts or something immediately from the start. Yeah, not even in case. Guys, it's broken. Can I make one? Can I plug one more thing before we wrap yeah. this up? I just not even for me. Plenty more things to go for it. All right, cool. All right, so I don't know if you guys saw the sweet shirt, dude. See that happy console Ooh, baby. So he announced that he was putting these up for sale in a video a couple weeks ago. And if you go on his page, he has a video about them. If you would like one, and I think you should go buy one because he's a good dude and you should support him. And if you don't want to give him money and sub and blah, 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 stuff, buy his merch. So, yeah. Dude's awesome. And um, he's been making content for everybody for a long time for free. So, I think you should go and buy him. Well, you mentioned that, Sebastian. We were just chatting about that. So, you might see collector merch in the future. We'll see what happens. I'll so, I was... Coffee mug with all our faces from every guest that's been on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually just going to... Donate some sperm to the community. <laughs> What's Joe's bag of surprises? Yeah, well. The poor sap that watches movies. On his... No, no, no. The poor sap that uses his PSP to watch porn. Because <laughs> that's a thing. Is there you? Yeah, porn? got an announcement before we get off topic. Um, All right. Next week we do have guests. <laughs> I'm about to talk about UMD porn for a long time, so you better. But the show that. isn't going to just me and Joe, guys. We have got guests lined up. Just okay. Oh yeah, yeah, we yeah. Have, yeah. Um, Phil one up coming back on the show next Friday. Mm-hmm. So that should be really fun. Phil's doing some awesome stuff in the community, so it'd be good to have him back on. And then on the Sunday show, we have Nicolo coming back on, so it should be nice. Really cool. Sweet, yeah. and I'm announcing right now that Reggie's going to come back on. He doesn't know it yet, but I'm going to make him. <laughs> so I'm scared. <laughs> he would have came back on tonight if um... <laughs> he would have come back on if you were awake. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't wake up at one o'clock in the afternoon. I'm just joking. <laughs> um, yeah, we should get them. We have got another announcement. We haven't fully yeah. just started yet, but okay. we will be doing a season three of the podcast come next year. Mm-hmm. Things will change a little bit. Uh, mixing up the format. You'll see less of the Figsy quiz. The quiz will become its own separate show, like you're seeing on YouTube at the moment. Uh, it's obviously hard to write questions for the quiz and the podcast. So you'll see the majority of the questions on its own show once a week, and that will be a regular thing. On top of that, you will still see quiz questions. It will just be in a different format. It won't be as long to write, but it will be interactive, hopefully more interactive with you guys. We'll be bringing a couple of more segments in, hopefully a new intro and maybe even a new song. So, yeah, it should be really fun. Yes. I would like to, with the new intro, I've said this before and no one has said anything in, but if you would like to send in content for the new intro, we could do that in Discord too. If you want to shoot a little video with your phone. I would. I'm looking for pictures of your game collection, like a little video, maybe you panning over your collection. 
or something funny or cool that you thought would be funny or cool. So if you have pets and you want to put a PlayStation hat on them or something stupid like that, that sort of thing would be cool. If you want to like dress up or do something like be in it, you can do that. If you want to sing along to the intro or something, you can do that. Like, you know, so if there's any stuff or video you want to send in that you would, would want to put on the intro, you know, send it in on Discord. So Banffy brings up a good point. We don't have to just... We can we can start selling our merch today. That's how it works. Oh, that's right. Actually, our pre-orders, pre-orders are open. Today. Merch will be coming out by twenty thirty. We're gonna have what, what what products can we make up that these other companies make up? Video game. We'll just make some video game up. What's the yeah. one companies all want digital? Yeah, yeah, we got it coming, guys. If we- you pre-order now, in three years, you will have a, a coin. Okay. <laughs> this thing. This is worth waiting. 12 years for in my made out of metal by the way this is a metal that may become extinct by the year 2030 you don't know you you can't speculate on it just because this metal's Mm. found in every single building in the world you don't know it could be a rare metal it's not silver but (laughs) so i think the first thing we should release is like a um a speedo swimsuit with a picture of me and you on each testicle i think that should be the first thing that we release and it doesn't have anything to do with playstation that's that's just it what do you guys think i think it would sell like hotcakes i think it's already sold out that's and then what i'm going to do is i'm going to ask uh, we're going to send free ones out to people and ask members of the community to model for us and we're going to make a little like calendar but the way we're <laughs> going to sell them is at midnight they'll drop and they'll sell out so you've got to buy the old limited they would they will they will because they'll come with but if you want to get a copy there's a five dollar membership a month that you can sign up for that puts you on the list (laughs) bro i want to do sexy playstation collectors of the world calendar more than anything else more than anything else in the world bro and i want it to be like no holes bar like we all just look terrible and then we just do it just absolutely we could all hold our favorite game and you, we could get, and then everyone could buy them everyone could buy them for their wives and their girlfriends and be like you i mean clearly this is what you're into i mean you're with me you obviously love this look you love this dude we're gonna make we're gonna make bank bro pre-orders open now comes with a coin <laughs> right. On that note, we might this call hard. that a night. It's completely off the rails. <laughs> Gonna edit right. the last twenty minutes out of this one. The hell, that's make that its own. <laughs> make that a clip. Put that out as a short. People, it on be, people watch it. It'll go viral. People will be like, "What is it coming out? Take my money!" <laughs> All right. On that note, we're gonna we're gonna leave you guys to it. Thanks everyone for watching. We'll see you on the next episode. Peace. Later, everybody. You found the good